Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode six of the Sovereign Voice podcast with Gabby Fox. We have Joel with us today, Joel Brown. Um, he is I am Joel Brown on social media. I met Joel years ago uh, when I was a coach uh, doing some anxiety coaching and things like that. Um, based on my psychology background. And Joel is an amazing business coach. Um, and he just intrigued me with, you know, what he was putting out there and his, you know, his lifestyle and living in Bali and just being very connected and conscious. And so welcome, Joel. Thanks for having me, Gabby. Yeah, we've jammed out a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, every time we have a conversation, it, uh, it opens up a lot of amazing points of wisdom and insights. So I'm excited For today. Sure. Let's, let's do it. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, one of the coolest things about you is, to me is your theology background. So I don't want to tell your story for you. So uh, let the audience know um, who is Joel Brown? What's your background? So they can kind of get to know you before we get into our, you know, combo. Yeah, thank you. Well, I guess how most people in the world may know me is through my brand that I've created, addictedtosuccess.com. Uh, I created it 12 years ago. It's the number one self-development website in the world. We reached over 346 million views worldwide. I've got a podcast uh, that's, that's done really well, spoken on hundreds and hundreds of stages around the world. Uh, but, you know, the thing that I really truly am passionate about is the transformation of the hearts and minds of others, you know, and that's what really inspired me to go deeper into not only my own work, but knowing how to and learning how to support people within their belief systems, right? So I've, I've been coaching for 12 years now. And I do believe we live in a world that's very unhealed. They're very much in their wounds, very much in their triggers, uh, very much in their trauma. You know, you, you mentioned before that you specialize in anxiety and, you know, we see the state of the world right now. The thing is, we live in a world where there's more questions than there are answers. Mm -hmm. And where does anxiety come from? It comes from fear of loss of control. And so I'm very passionate. Yeah, exactly. That uncertainty. So I'm very passionate about supporting people on how to take the power back, how to take control of their life, how to know how to focus on what they can control. Yeah. A lot of what we are challenged with is, our own obstacles within ourselves first and we project it out in the world and it seems even harder when we uh, not only feeling it but witnessing it through our perception too yeah. so i'm very big on working through those layers and you know i can talk all day about the status and the credibilities honestly gabby it doesn't it doesn't really matter i believe that you are where your feet stand you take you everywhere you go. And for me, it's very much about, you know, what is the impact that I can make on others? And am I, I consistent with my alignment? Mm -hmm. And this is a time right now we're very challenged with our alignment. A lot of people are buckling. A lot of people are caving. Uh, I don't do this to be macho, speaking up and sharing the truth. I do it because it's what's being tested right now is my alignment. It's your alignment. It's mm -hmm. what many people uh, alignment it really is. And uh, right now, I've just really taken on the full, uh, the full responsibility of going 110 on supporting people with their theological understandings of the world, and also the way that they can transform from the inside out. Because if we're just thinking left and right, 
we're missing the up and down. Yeah. You know? Well, and they do this on purpose, you know, the system, the, the, the politicians, the people in power, they want us to fight to fight each other so that we don't see the giant, scary enemy that is them behind us, you know, with their daggers out. Um, and if they can keep us distracted with their um, manufactured crises and yeah keep us distracted with uh, identity politics and fighting each other, um, then they can do all of their evil bidding with little to no pushback until recently. And what really opened many people's, I mean, there's always been a small group of people that let's just say they've watched uh, Alex Jones for, you know, 20 years and they, they (laughs) they knew what was up. Um, But that information started leaking out and becoming more and more mainstream with social media and the truthers that would follow people like him um, and him and then start sharing. And then their followers would be like, what is this? This is crazy. And then they would go and look into it. That's honestly how I was red pilled um, was with Alex Jones. (laughs) Um, I was completely apolitical and you know what I used to post and what I used to be about. I have nothing to do with politics. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then I was, you know, red pilled. My partner actually red pilled, pilled me with Alex Jones. He's been watching him since he was like 16. And mm-hmm. I was like, who is this crazy guy? And he's saying all these crazy things. Like, how could this be real? And then I went online because I'm a researcher, obviously my psychology degree, you know, one of, one of the, th- one of the helpful things about colleges, they do teach you how to research um, different topics. And I started digging into it and finding evidence of what he was saying. And I was just like, holy shit, my whole perception of what the world is and what politics is and who's really in power and our banking systems and our, this system and that system is it's all lies. Hollywood, it's all lies. It's all horrible, horrible, evil stuff. So Um, the internet, although it's been used to do a lot of bad things and it's used, you know, in human trafficking, it's used for a lot of evil. Um, I think that good weaves its way in even to the most evil places and thank God for the internet and, uh, citizen journalists and independent researchers and independent journalists, because we've all been exposed to what's really going on. And to your point, like what we used to focus on seems less important right now because we've, you and I are two of the people that have realized, like, if we don't get in this spiritual war as an active, like soldier, we won't have a business. We won't be able to coach people on other things. We won't have children. We, or we'll have children. They'll be slaves. So I think people with any sort of platform, even if they're afraid, even if they are um, thinking that a portion, a a decent portion of their platform leans, you know, left or whatever, it's important to think of a way of saying the truth in a, in a a diplomatic way, but in a truthful way. Yeah. Um, Because they won't have a business soon either. You know, some of these people think they're untouchable because they have money, but um, the people that are really in power, have a thousand times more money than you and you are 
an aunt to them. You're a little bit bigger of an aunt than maybe, you know, the, the, the regular middle-class people, but you're still an aunt. Yeah. Well, and this is crazy because this is where they want it to go. And when I say they, we look at this conglomerate, maybe it's 6,000 people or so, you know, there's some people in there that maybe they don't know the full picture. Most don't. Uh, and they're like, Oh, this is an opportunity for me, for me to make a bunch of money. So they're going along with it. And because they're going along with it, it's affecting a lot of people from the top down. Yeah. Then you have straight up psychopaths that are like <laughs> orchestrating so much in this space. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have some people that may be in regret now and actually undoing and coming out of it because they realized how bad it can, it's gotten. Right. So right. I'm looking at that. And then I, then I took an even bigger, let's say uh, bird's eye view and I hover up and I look at it all as much as we can blame the government and the world economic forum and whoever else you want to blame right. it's an us thing. it's actually an us thing you know yep. like much as we can be scared of those entities i'm more concerned about the mob like the people that turn on one another right. that's some scary stuff so they know that right they know there's power in us as a collective mm -hmm. so if they can turn us on each other then our problems just got a hell of a lot bigger so our thing that we get to focus on and what we can control, because you're not going to go up there and, and I hear this, like some people ask, how come these guys haven't been assassinated yet? And it's a legit question. Not that I'm encouraging it, but it is actually, it's like, wow, they must have a very good security team or, or maybe they've just really orchestrated it in a way where it's not, not happening uh, just yet. And I see this and I think to myself, if we can't do those things. If we can't just go up and stop somebody like that from putting the next step in place then we've got to start with where we're at. We're going to start locally, right? And then nationally and then internationally. How do well, we raise I, the vibe? How do we make sure we stay above the line? Because the enemy of our soul constantly wants us down in shame, in guilt, in anger, fear, apathy, fear. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He wants us stressed. So we've got to do our best part to center ourselves first. Then we can start discerning more. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I go to the, the creator of the heavens and the universe, almighty God, who designed us in our highest form and wants us to play in our highest potential, which is acceptance, understanding, love, joy, peace, forgiveness. That's not hippy dippy woo woo. That's like you're playing in a high power and creation there. Right. And, and we can't do it without him. People think they can. It's still ego. You know, so it's this practice of unplugging from that. And, and I saw one of the, I think it was an NFL player uh was on cnn it was so funny the cnn reporter was like what do you think about the racism and he's like we don't have a skin problem we have a sin problem he's african-american guy and he's like you know our lord and savior jesus christ is the answer and when you see this hate and this anger and fear it's sin and that's an infection to us and we must heal ourselves from this and they like cut him off you know cnn just loves their propaganda and their, their fear porn so they cut him off but he had so much truth in it. And this is what's happening on a worldwide scale is this, yeah. they're trying to cut truth because they know that that keeps us in the higher brackets and the higher frequency in life. Right. Well, this is and a war on reality. To answer, to try to answer your question about why these people haven't been whacked is, um, is the reason I think they haven't is based on, um, based on awareness. So if you squash the bad people, more of them spring up. They're like weeds. Their children, their grandchildren, their, their inner circle, whatever you want to call it, 
they'll replace each other. They're like an infection. They're like an infestation, really. Like a, I like to say like, they're like parasites because they feed on, you know, others um, in many different ways. And I think the reason why um, they haven't been taken out is because there are other forces at work that are benevolent and are trying to wake up humanity because just like Kanye once famously said, you know, the slaves didn't know they were slaves and that's why they were slaves. And we had a large portion of, of humanity that prior to Donald Trump, prior to COVID, um, were completely brainwashed. Since all of the exposure has happened, all of the sharing of information has happened, all of the awakenings have been happening, that percentage of people that were totally asleep and totally going along with the system has shrunken significantly. Yeah. And it has to keep shrinking until we hit you know, sort of a critical mass of awakening. And then I think a lot of justice will be brought in by who I'm not sure, but I do know that there are some, there are quite a few good people left in positions of power and they are quietly waiting for, you know, because that let's say in, in the middle of Trump's term, if we would have taken out Obama, and arrested him, what would have happened? A giant, massive riot because he has his cult following. Or let's say any other leader um, that many people looked to or thought was good, like Merkel. I'm pretty sure like many of the German people thought that she was good. I'm just using, I I don't know foreign politics as much as I know US politics, obviously, but I'm just trying to think of other examples. You sort of have to show people all behind all the curtains and all the ugly before you can bring in, you know, revenge, well, not revenge, but justice and, um, you know, right, right the wrongs, because otherwise the people that have Stockholm syndrome and that are sticking up for their oppressors, they'll fight you while you're trying to lock up all these horrible people. That's what I think. That's, that's just my hypothesis. Yeah. It has to, it has to play out in a certain way where it feels like for, for both sides feels like there's some form of fairness and there's always going to be one side if we side, right. Uh, that always feels like you got the crap end of the stick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened when Trump was in office, you know, they went hard on him. And now the Biden's in office. The interesting thing is you see a lot of these guys and girls that supported um, the left are very quiet right now. And you know why we all know why there's a lot they're of shame mes- they're messaging people and they're letting they're 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 messaging people on the right right now. I know because I'm one of them and I've yep. woken a few people up that were on the left. They're messaging people right now. And I've I've got a couple other friends that are running for office and they've gotten many messages as well that they are feeling lots of regret and they are pissed. And particularly the black community is very pissed. And I would be pissed. I would be pissed too if I was them, but I'd be more mad at myself if I was them because we tried to tell them, we showed them all the good things that Trump did, not said because words mean nothing, but we showed them what he did for what he wanted and what he did and what he wanted to do, continued to do. And they, 
they let themselves be manipulated. And then now they're seeing him do so much for illegal aliens and him mandating vaccines for them and not mandating them for illegal aliens. And they're seeing uh-huh. him giving them money and, and, um, uh, you know, resettling people from Afghanistan and all these things. It's, it's an awakening. Oh, it's a plus. I mean, when you look at it, like when you let illegals in over the border, right? like we'd like to think that we could live in a world with no borders. I get that. So there's like this utopian pipe, pipe dream that like oh let's hope that this happens and i get it in the heart it's like you want that to be the case but it's just it doesn't work like that you know mm-hmm. a country is also a business whether you like it or not it has to run like that otherwise it's <laughs> going to affect you big time right people and are different people are yeah different. well and, and the thing too is it's a very fast way to create division and anger in a country when somebody from another country is just being able to come in uh, and then your pockets are smashed because of the mandates and the lockdowns and all these things right. that are going on. Who do you blame? Oh, well, if these people weren't here, then we would be able to get a job. You know, mm-hmm. they're doing it on purpose, as we know. Of it's course. all orchestrated as a collapse. I think America is going to be one of the hardest countries for them to buckle. And that's who they really want. You know, they're having a yeah. go at my country, Australia. Um, news just came out of uh, Scott Morrison, the Australian prime minister. This guy's a snowflake. He has no backbone. You know, I'd love to sit down with him and have a good chat because, you know, he, he sold out our country, absolutely sold our country, just, just as Biden has sold out yours. And he's gone into these climate policy agreements. This whole climate thing is just a load of hogwash. It's like it's putting COVID point two. freaking pig. Yeah, it's just putting lipstick on a freaking pig. You know, ultimately, you're looking at this and essentially it's another Trojan horse when you see someone like Bill Gates goes and writes a book about climate emergency, climate crisis, you already know that they're planning the next thing, you know? Well, and I'm they not did. saying this with the fear into you guys. I'm just saying like it's, it becomes a tool and a mechanism where they've taken, this is what they've done. They've taken health, which is a very important aspect of our life. They've bastardized it. They've distorted it. And they've played games with you with health. This is what God's given us as a gift. They've poisoned right? it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, Satan does this. The enemy of our soul, Lucifer, does this. He can't create anything new. So he uses and manipulates and bastardizes things that God already has. Yes. Right? He's an unemployed cherub. Yes. You know, what, what would you expect from an unemployed cherub? And then you have uh, the nature, which is another gift from God to mm-hmm. us. We have dominion over it. Mm-hmm. it. It's not to say that we shouldn't be responsible. Of course we of should. Of course, yeah. You know, go and maintain, go and be responsible for it. Mm-hmm. But, but he gave us dominion over that. What, what this whole you know, agenda is saying is that, oh, we've got, to, we've got to sacrifice a ton of humans now for the sake of putting nature first. See how this is an inversion, Gabby? You've seen yes. this? Inversion yes. in the breakdown of the family unit. The inversion in the breakdown of uh, dominion over earth. Now we're, it's reverse. It's reversed and inverted. When mm-hmm. you see Genesis, the book of Genesis is in inversion. You know, we're in the times of revelation. You know it because yeah. it brings you from the first book to the last book. Mm-hmm. And, and we're seeing it happen at, at a very fast pace with the whole, you know, LGBTQ, you know, movement. I don't care mm-hmm. if you decide to be gay, that's your choice, whatever, you know, cool, more power to you. It's when it's forced upon those that aren't in that belief system to, celebrate it like i can tolerate and accept that somebody's made that decision i value the fact yeah. that somebody alignment with their mm-hmm. belief system but when it's forced into a space that you must celebrate it now it's a very different game altogether and it opens uh, and up and when a- they start pushing it on children hard stop yeah and, it, and, and stop. honestly most most of my friends that, that are actually all of my friends that are homosexual they don't agree with that either no like, mine either be- 
few, right? So, so what I'm saying here, Gabby, is it's not even that. From a personal standpoint, people can choose what they want to choose. But when we look at it as a collective standpoint, there is an inversion on everything that God's given. Even the Sabbath, Shabbat, it was given to us as a day of rest. It was a day, it was a day right. that we shared with God. It's it's happening in the kingdom of heaven on the on the seventh seventh day on Sabbath. It's the gift that God gives us. Mm-hmm. The the um, powers that be that utilizes religion comes and goes. Now nah, we're going to change it to Sunday, right? And whether you go on Sunday or not, whatever. It's not the principle is that it was a gift from God. It's changed, and they're talking right now in the Vatican, the papacy, the Pope, and his collectives are all talking about this Sunday law, this practice of shutting down, locking down on a day that's chosen as a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday. And, and it's going in alignment with this whole climate thing. Cause they're going to say, we need to take a break once a week for earth to be able to like, you know, um, equilibriate whatever they say. But all it really is, is just to take us further away from all of the things that God's already given to us as a gift and inverting yeah. it that we come out of that connection with God. I'm not saying that, you know, I know people that go to church on a Saturday, but they're not in connection with God. They just do it because they're in religion, not relationships. So I'm not saying that if you don't go and, you know, celebrate on the Saturday, that it's not that it's the fact that in the scriptures, it says that there'll be a time where they change, they, they change laws and times. It's already happening. They're shifting everything. Okay. So this isn't, this is, this is Lucifer's attack on God. He's directly waging war on God through empire. When you look at Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome, as you look through the statue of Nebuchadnezzar, as we Mm -hmm. go down in that prophecy that Daniel casted 4,000, three and a half thousand years ago, all of them have come true, Mm. by the way, to a, to a T. But when we look at this, they were all kind of like passively waging war on God. Mm -hmm. But once Rome came in and Christ was crucified and then resurrected because he mm-hmm. just fulfilled the promise that he could give us eternal life by bodily resurrecting right. himself and to win love and trust with us, not to force it, but to do it in an elegant way. This is when Lucifer realized that Christ did the ultimate chess move on him and reclaimed the throne for the kingdom. And this is when religion started to come into this church and state power. And it even persecuted its own kind. So what they're trying to do now is they're trying to bring this universal one world government type thing in order. Oh, they and want Chrislam. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah I heard it. But Chris look, this is, the thing. This, is, this is my take on Chris. This is my take on Chrislam. This is what I think about it. Because I saw that they're trying to build this unified church of, of Islam and Christianity. I'm, honestly, I don't think it's the biggest threat. And I'll tell you why. I don't because think it's the what, biggest threat. I think it's preposterous. But well, it's it's it, it, yeah, but at the same time, religion is just doing religion. That's what religion does. Yeah, I don't subscribe to religion. I've subscribed to relationship. I'm there with mm-hmm. God in co-creation and relationship. That's everything that Christ taught us. He came down yep. the mountain as God incarnate to teach us how to be in relationship with Him. Right? Yep. Religion teaches you got to walk all the way up the mountain to win the love of God. That's a dictator, authoritarian God. That's a pagan God. I don't. Yeah, worship that's not God. real. So, so what we're looking at with Chrislam, I think that Pope Francis is. Um, whether he's consciously doing it or not, he's just trying to be the most progressive Pope because he is. When you look back at all the Popes, he's one of the most progressive in the way of the most liberal-minded thinking. When you look at the papacy and the way the papacy structure, oh, I think he's hundred percent satanic, is what I think. Well, I mean, if you're in the if you're up there in the in the Vatican, like, what do you think? You walk into that place; it's a massive, uh, massive blasphemous. Uh, no, castle. you. If you look Everything at all the symbolism that they wear that they have in that yeah. building that they worship, that they, that they it's paganism. It came from paganism. 
they just used the guise of, of Christ to be able to pull more people in because Christianity was blowing up after Christ resurrected. It blew up. It was called the way. It wasn't even called Christianity. The Romans called it Christianity. The Romans called the followers of the way of Christ. They called them little Christ. Christ wouldn't have called it that anyway. Why would he go, no. oh, you guys are all Christ. It's so ego. Mm. It, he just said, I am the way. So the followers of the way were the disciples. It was only until church and state came into power. But you see what happens when church and state comes into power. It turns into mass persecution of anyone that doesn't align with the political system. My biggest concern is this, Gabby. We have a very left mindset right now that is in power and control. You have, and Daniel talks about this in Daniel 11, in the book of Daniel. Yeah. Guys, the book of Daniel was legit. It was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Anyone wants to, you know, contest that, go look it up. So the Daniel's prophecies are insane. He talks about this battle between the king of the south and the king of the north in Daniel 11. The king of the south is, is, it's going to mimic itself in in parallel throughout history from empire to empire. But essentially what Daniel shares is the king of the south is also a mindset. And the mindset, if we relate it to even the first few books of the scriptures, you look at um, Deuteronomy, uh, sorry, Exodus and Deuteronomy and Numbers, you see that God, God's people were captured by Egypt, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and then God worked with Moses to free the Israelites from Egypt. Right. Now, what happened was when you look at that there, and these Hebrews had, had come out, they came out of bondage from the king of the south. Egypt's king of the south mentality was humanism. Worship mm-hmm. Pharaoh, he is the God, worship the sun. Interesting, sun, like Sunday, right? Yes. Sun worship. Yeah. Now they come out, God's people come out of Egypt. Now what happens is you have a look at uh, the, the space that we're in right now, if we relate it to this time, the king of the South mentality still holds humanism and still holds worshiping and becoming gods themselves. It's mm-hmm. eugenesis, it's globalists, and it's those that lead with everything like science, Right. Uh, and everything that's godless, right? I'm not saying that you God God shows that God shows Himself in science because He created uh, what I we see. I always say God is a mathematician. Yeah, you, well, yeah. If you study physics at all, he it's incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. But- well, and so and so what we see, right, Gabby is is, and I really want to land on this point because I think it's going to open up an amazing conversation here. Is you have this eugenesis, um, globalist. Um, atheist type of mindset, which is still embodying the king of the south. But what happens is it says the king of the king of the north comes in and crushes the king of the south. They're essentially still working together because they're both godless. Now, the king of the north has a god type form, which is religion. And it's going to impose its law and order, its imperial law on the king of the south eventually. So we're not there yet. We're in the king of the south time right now. We're feeling the full brunt of the left and we're feeling this atheist godless. But then when the king of the north comes in, there'll be this great revealing. It says that all will be exposed in the sense that you will see and that there needs to be this cry, that there needs to be a solution. And guess who comes in? The antichrist system comes into full effect and comes in and goes, we'll solve all these problems, but we need to do it with imperial law and order. We've gone back to the dark ages in reverse. This is dark ages 2.0. And I'm not saying this for fear in you guys. I'm saying this is why we need Christ because he warned us of all of these things. 
and if you read the book of revelation most of the book of revelation is christ warning the seven churches he's huh. warning his own people that there'll be this reckoning and this falling away and the reason why there's a reckoning falling away is because it'll have to get to a point where the image to the beast which is america when you do the breakdown of it as a nation it reaches over the seas and shakes hands and comes into agreement with the beast system which is run by the vatican the papacy papal rome and it will go back into church and state power but it will be done on a worldwide level right remember europeans escaped europe for persecution to come to god blessed america that was great but mm -hmm. over these years you know what is it 320 years you guys have been around something like that maybe yeah it's more. i think but it's like 350 it's, or something yeah but like over that time slowly that darkness is infiltrated into the systems and it uses politics it uses law and order and where everything else it uses all its uh you know like ideologies and belief systems from the from the east and everything starts to get distorted again so that's where we are we're in if you look at the statue of nebuchadnezzar we're in the toes right now of the divided nations and if you have a look at the toes that daniel describes it says that the toes of iron and clay the reason why he says it's so important to understand the miry clay is because when clay mixes with iron, it can't cleave together, can't become one. Mm. Very important point. Hitler tried to unite Europe. Remember, he called it the Third Reich. Do you know why yeah. it's called the Third Reich? Because mm. it meant the third rise of Rome. His greatest inspiration was Rome. He was trying to continue on Rome's empirical rule, but he couldn't. Yeah, if, it, if, it was put it, to an end. Well, if you read his book, uh mein, mein Kampf, I think is what yeah, it's called. It's 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 intense. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um I will say without saying something that will get me, you know, called God only knows what type of names, I will say that what I find interesting that I think more people should pay attention to, even though it's a sensitive subject, is the prevalence of so-called uh, Judaism in many of the elitist systems that are now trying to implement this beast system. Yeah. And it's important to understand because we cannot attack the, the Catholic Vatican and that elitist uh, church for being infiltrated by evil without also considering looking or, at the fact that the the synagogue of satan exists as well and many well, people don't like to talk about it because it's completely taboo and if you say yeah. anything ever negative about anyone of the that faith you yeah. are an anti you're 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. hitler right and i i yeah. don't like that because just like there are some good Catholic people, like families and just regular people that that are, you know, they're 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 not evil. Of course. There are good Jewish people that are not evil. Of course there are. Um yeah. I grew I, I grew up next to one of them. Very good, very nice people. Um, but the upper echelons of power and the elitist circles of both religions have been 100% infiltrated by the evil one, 100%. And now they are in cahoots, even though they, they use, it's, it's very 
if I was a, a, a true Catholic or a true um, uh, person of Jewish faith, I would be pissed that these evil people are using my faith as a cover to protect them from um, uh, persecution, protect them from criticism even because, because they're, you know, Jewish or Catholic, it it just, I I would be furious. I mean, I'm furious and I'm not one of those two religions, but I, you know, that's what, like you were saying, the evil one does is he, you know, infiltrates and inverts everything that already exists because he can't really create much of anything new. He's utilizing, the thing is, he's utilizing empire and institutions. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't matter what, like, I think Christianity is almost at the point of dilution and corruption as well. Like, it's not, you can't even say Catholic. Like, I could say Baptist. I could say, you know, I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. That's infiltrated to a degree as well. You know, I could say, um, Mormon, you could say a Pentecostal. Well, they, it, it's, all the organized religions be have been tainted. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be infiltrated. Then that's why this whole thing isn't about religion. It's about your relationship with God. That's why I say, like, be very careful of what you subscribe to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can use the word God all the time. It's like, you don't know that person's relationship. They could do the most gnarliest things in the background. They could. No, you know, and, and it, a lot of the people in Hollywood and a lot of the people, the politicians in this country, particularly, that invoke the name of God, you have to remember yeah. that in the Bible, even Jesus said that Satan is the God of this world. So yeah. I always make sure I clarify that I'm talking about uh, our Lord, Jesus the Christ, Lord Savior, the King of Kings. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and here's another, here's to go back to your comment about how um, America is the, uh, um, how did you put it? The, like, to the the image of the beast. Okay. So I want to go back to that for a second. Not, and I'm not sticking up for it because I live here and I'm American. I'm, I'm looking at things that from every angle, I believe that the media and the systems that are in place and the corporatisms that are in place in this country and in the world have fooled and tricked people into thinking that thinking of what you just said, that the, you know, that the country as a whole is a, is an image of, you know, the beast when in all actuality, if you, if you looked at true numbers and true belief systems and true, you know, just the people that exist in this country and that live in this country, we are, and that most of us are God fearing, um, we are the majority and they have lied to people. Like I, pr- I pray every day that yeah. the true, not just so he comes back in office, but so that the true numbers come out from the 2020 election, because I know it's well over a hundred million people probably that voted against this system. And if you count, if you add in all the people that now have regret and, and that only voted because they just didn't like his personality. And I'm not saying that like Donald Trump is like the image of like good or God or something. What I am saying is he brought more faith and prayer into the White House than any president I can remember in recent history and fought 
the one system that feeds the beast that is our elitist, you know, politician and, and Hollywood a sector, which is the human trafficking. He went after that hard. And I just think that the, I think that even the world is fooled when they look at America and they just see like this sort of corrupt, um, you know, the, the LGBTQ, the, the whole thing. And it's a very, it's a minority. The, the, yeah, the people that, the people that are really sucked into the evil stuff and the, into yeah. the dark things and into the, the corruption and the, the, the debauchery and all of that, it's a minority. Yeah. Well, look, I think, and I think it's shrinking per, per nation. America holds the most Christians, you know, as a huge number of Christians for sure. Uh, and, and as we look at it as a religion, this is why I keep saying, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if we, we call it Christian, it's your personal relationship with God, you know, and I think the fact that you guys do have the most Christians, you're probably under more attack from the enemy of our soul to try and bring your souls away, you know, so that there, there's going to be a very big expression, it's contrast, and you can see it very clearly, whereas some other countries, it might be subtle, you know, mm -hmm. Australia is more secular, we don't have as many Christians, we still have right. Christians, it was built off Christian morals and standards but it, it's been diluted you know just as yeah. much as every other country mm -hmm. but i'll tell you gabby when you look at revelation because i want to fast forward it because we're looking kind of like what's happening now and that's great but i want to fast forward to like where we're going with this because this is what christ is really concerned about the seven churches and he breaks down each church has their own behavior as to how they you know hold the gospel and how they maintain and so on and and Fair enough. You know, it's more complex than just saying it's one church or it's this or that. Right, right, right. Now, you know, his greatest concern is the falling away. I think the greatest threat to Christianity is, or to Christians is Christianity itself. Because Satan, when you hear the word Satan, that means, that means adversary, right? The enemy of our soul. One of his greatest moves he gets to pull in, in human structures, in world structures, is to use law is to use law and order. When you look at the religious, the Sadducees and the um, Pharisees that stood before Christ constantly trying to get, condemn him. And he kept, he kept flipping the table back on him, you know, and he did very well. Uh, when you see this, they were trying to use their laws for control. So the thing that I'm concerned about is we have this king of the South. When the king of the North comes in, I think a lot of Christians are going to be pumped. Yes, we look, you know, like great, like Christianity. But I would be even more concerned because what it then does is it opens up a door for them to use. And when I say them, the globalist power eventually at some point, whether it's in our lifetime or not, who knows? Let's see how this thing unrolls, right. unravels. But when they then see that the power behind that, they will then go in and utilize that to have power over all of humanity. That's why I'm concerned about religion, right? Mm -hmm. And I think there's this constant, like we've got to keep detaching from what is religion and who's a religious leader and all that. It doesn't matter. It's the no. relationship we individually have with Christ. And that's why us coming together in community and teaching each other, it's relationship over religion and understanding that we have a very different perspective. But what I do know is, you know, when Christ says, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Mm -hmm. Christ came down the mountain, God incarnate to come and meet with us, to have a relationship with us, to break bread with us, right? He wasn't judging and shaming prostitutes or tax collectors or fishermen. Like he was there, right? Thieves, yeah. he was there. 
and and this is how we get to show up and i think the unfortunate thing about religion is it takes us away from understanding the true character of god when you look at christ what he truly stood for these three things truth love and liberty okay these are things that we want like imagine just living centered all the time truth love and liberty no matter what's going on around you that's what he did he showed us the way that's the way out of the matrix now what happens is i want you guys to really pick up on this in order for you to be able to truly discern it because religion is going to get used to try and take you under i'm telling you you could have political um powers that be that seem like they're christian but be very Mm -hmm. careful okay Mm -hmm. look for truth are they standing by the truth of the word of god okay Mm -hmm. look in the scriptures does this align with truth is holy spirit discerning this with me are we picking up on truth love is it of love even if it's really tough even if someone's hating on you really Mm -hmm. are you still standing in love and then liberty does it free me to allow me to have my free will that's in alignment or is it trying to coerce and bribe and manipulate Mm -hmm. because we know that's the character of satan satan is the complete inversion of christ that's why he's trying to invert everything that we have here so that he can have his world Mm-hmm. But there's this battle of good and evil that's coming out. So I would say like just cons- like just really be in that connection of like really understanding the, the character of Jesus, knowing that's also the mirrored character of God. Now we can understand you when you really start to align with that, you start to notice how much corruption is in religion mm-hmm. and, and everything else. I'm telling you, Gabby, right now, one of the biggest, fastest growing churches is an underground church in Iran. And it's of women. The women are leading the church. It's freaking insane. The second fastest growing church, underground church, is in Afghanistan. But what's the basis of the church? The basis of the church is straight up relationship with Christ. There's no religion. It can't be religion because it's not an institution built off a certain That's amazing. Literally, they're coming together and being discipled like when Paul did when he went to different cultures Mm -hmm. and spoke to them in their language. And they are blowing up. They're realizing the falsities of their beliefs in, in, yeah. in what they've experienced in Islam. They're realizing that the character of God in Islam is a dictator, authoritarian. They say he's almighty, but they're scared of him. They realize that they don't need to be scared of God and they can no. come into relationship with him. So, mm-hmm. so Gabby, when we look at Revelation, what we find is this. There is no church anymore. What it is, is we can call it church because it's the body of Christ. We come together. But what happens in the last days is there's the remnant of Christ. So what will happen is you have, you have Lucifer will use the utilize the beast system with all humans that have given themselves over to wickedness. And they will turn on the remnant of Christ, which is in relationship with Christ in truth, love, and liberty. And they will target as if they're terrorists and come after the remnant because all the others have already lost their soul. Satan will remnant he wants the ones that are still in the word in truth love and liberty with god right and this is why i'm saying like with like the politics politics can be fine if they're centered but the truth is all of these institutions have all been messed with corporations mm-hmm. be messed with so yeah. i'm not looking for god in that not no. in government i'm looking with god in my own personal relationship that's what's going to be in the last days the remnants will be the ones that won't be in the system where they can't um where they can buy and sell they wouldn't have received the mark, the mark of the beast. If you guys want to understand what that means, we can cross-reference it from books in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the scriptures. The mark on the forehead means to worship. Jesus isn't superficial. He's not like, oh, well, a scratch on your head or like a little mark on the thing. There could be those things. And I think there may be those things to confuse people to think, oh, no, I got the mark. And they live in fear, which is mm-hmm. where the enemy wants us. Right. right. Oh, no, I've lost my soul. And then they give up on their relationship with Christ and they just mm-hmm. give in. So there could be the marks. There could be like, you know, 
from the vax or it could be from like chips in your hand they could do all that stuff but that's not actually what christ is referring to when he talks about the mark where he says the mark of the beast the forehead is the to worship in your mind to choose to be in alliance and when you shake with the hand it's to be in alliance with the system a commitment and agreement with the system to go by the actions of the things that the system's telling you to do that's what the mark on the forehead and the hand actually means yeah and we see this when we look back in i think it was um Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel, yeah. So God commands to the Israelites to because they didn't have the Holy Spirit at that time. It was God, and there was they remember he sent the angel, right? So he said, you know, you, it was like a gold seal. So it's like leave the painting to seal and be in that worship of me. So I know, mm -hmm. so we know that you're you're protected. And they were. Right. Now, when you look at when after Christ resurrected and then he spent 40 days and then ascended he said to his disciples that he'll send the seal of god the seal of god is when the holy spirit so the, the holy spirit dwells within us check this yes. out as a blow your mind so the holy spirit is god's seal that's the opposing of the mark remember when cain killed abel god mm -hmm. said you are a marked man he's cursed because he worshiped in the mind of evil and he agreed to the evil mm -hmm. through his actions of killing his brother that was he yep. was marked this is what I'm saying, guys, like really like nail in on this. Don't be too caught up in all the sensationalism around it all. Now, remember, Satan can't create. So he utilizes all the crap that's already here. He manipulates. He like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you see it happening when people have the vaccine. You see what's happening to the blood cells. It's an attack on God's creation, right? With all the graphene oxide and other stuff, he's already used it. When you combine this with through sorcery, combine the ingredients together, it creates destruction. Well, and his, so, a lot of people think that the shot is the mark it is not the mark i i just want to clarify in the middle of what yeah, you're yeah. saying because i'll tell you why it's a precursor it's a precursor so his minions who are you know the r families and the little globalists yeah they want to they want to bring his system in and they want to emulate it and they want to they want to control and have a slave society um that they can feed on that they can use for labor that they can they, they can enslave um, and they can sacrifice to their evil God. Yeah. The mark is their pharma way of control, of injecting something that they, from what, from what I watched in a, a video that I'll send you later, Joel, a, a priest monk had said, they took some of the cells and ingredients that they were going to put in the shot and yep. they did one of their little rituals like they do a Bohemian Grove and they there's an evil component to it, let's just say. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. That's their way of trying to create similar to what the, the, the actual mark is. It's a precursor, like you said. So yeah. we're not there yet. Um, and I want us to talk about detox before we wrap up, but yes, well, continue what yeah. you were saying. I just wanted to make sure people understood that it's a, it's sort of a, a soft mark, like a pre mark. It's not the mark. Well, yeah, it ropes you into a system of play. That's essentially what it is. Cause once you've got it and this is what it is, it'll keep coming in different hurdles. Right. And it will be like, here's different the next forms. Thing. And every time. Yeah. Every time you agree to the next thing, you feel like you're more in this system. It's harder to come out. It's like digging a deeper and deeper hole. Right. That's how I, I've come to understand it. Okay. Now, the interesting thing that we're seeing now, I, I find transhumanism really interesting. I find what's going on with technology like fascinating in a sense that there's so many amazing things we can do with it. 
you know, it's very, very interesting, like how we can technologically advance. Some of the stuff is just really awesome because we could utilize it for great advancements. But on top of it, when evil's got hold of it, that's a problem. Okay. Big problem. Now, what you see is if you actually have a look at the shots from outer space, there's a ton of freaking satellites and all sorts of stuff happening up there. And so when we look at this going on, the question is, what are they trying to do, right? Because there's this Starlink that Elon Musk keeps talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's all, it's this, you know, conceptual thing of, you know, we can all have the internet everywhere and anywhere at any time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen closely to those words, anywhere, everywhere at any time. And <clears throat> these shots they have, and, and what, I guess the million dollar question is like, what's the agenda behind the shot? We can all speculate and we have a lot of different cases we could bring forth. Um, one of the things I do know, I'm good friends with Dr. Robert Young and uh, he's been exposing all the stuff that's in the shots. He's got million dollar lab equipment. He's got electron uh, microscopy equipment. He can actually see what's happening to the blood cells. He can see what's in the shots. He studied vials of all of the shots he can show you how many metals are in it what the metals do to the blood and the brain and the reproductive system so we know it's a direct attack on humankind right yeah. and so he's one of a few that have now really analyzed and come out with crazy slides and crazy findings yeah. and it's not it, yeah there's several people out now one guy i think i sent him to you the other day as a geologist and a mineralogist Right. Uh, so he studies yeah. and, and the reason he looked at it is because he was curious to see what metals, if any, or or, you know, components that would be uh, geologically based would be in there. Yeah. And then what yeah. he found was absolutely freaking terrifying. But we won't get into that now. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, I, heavy metals and parasites and nanoparticle. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It's Absolutely. so nuts. Like th this stuff has been in development for a long time. Like it blows our minds, but we're like, well, and people that, see them getting the shot and they think it's just like this clear fluid, like, oh, you guys are making this up. It sounds like it's conspiracy theory. Unless you understand biology, you've ever looked at anything under a microscope. It's hard for you to imagine that they can create things that are microscopic, meaning to the human eye, they're almost impossible to see. I mean, you, yeah. you have to uh, magnify them and they're in the, it's, it's just hard for a regular person, you know, a, a truck driver, a chef, uh, you know, a hairstylist to, 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 and I'm not diminishing those. I'm saying like just a regular working normal human to think that they can create these complex yeah. organisms and beings and, and, well, they're 50 years advanced. It usually, they usually say whatever's behind the curtains is 50 years advanced as to what mm -hmm. we're seeing today. So they're already way ahead. And, it, and just a side note in the, they're going to start putting it in our food. Oh yeah. They say that it's, it's nuts, but like in the pre-diluvian stage, which is uh, when the, before the flood, if you actually have a look at like when God selected Noah, he said that his genes the, the translation at the time is that his generations were perfect, but it actually meant because at the time they didn't know what the genes was because they wouldn't study it under a scope until, you know, the last 50 years or, or 80 years or whatever. But the, it, when God says that, you know, in, in uh, Genesis, you see what he meant was that that stuff was going on back then. If you actually look pre-Diluvian stage, the crazy hybrids that were happening and the technological advancements were probably even more technologically advanced than now. 
And God had to, that was the great reset. It literally was like, he had to send the great reset. And it says, and people get real funny about, oh, God killed all these people. He says that he laid them to rest. And if you understand it from a script, scriptural point of view, theological point of view, to be laid to rest in a sense of how God's communicated it to us is that our consciousness goes into suspension until God returns. So it's not to say he killed all these people and that's it. They could have, another, they could have their redemption, their salvation too. They didn't have Christ come down and do what he did right from right. what what we know so there would be a different way of judging it for them well look at but the pyramids say, well look at the pyramids how the hell yeah. i mean there were technological things that are advanced that you know when we look at it now we're like oh did it come from aliens well pre-diluvian and also dark spiritual things that are in play too right and we, mm-hmm. that's another podcast altogether aliens look- i don't think there's aliens i think there's entities demonic spirit yeah for sure for sure so when we look at this, Gabby, he, he selects Noah because he has perfect genes. Mm-hmm. So the altering of the genes was already happening back then. He needed to choose this human that right. was able with his family that were outside, that were decentralized off the grid. When you mm-hmm. see the way that he lived, you could tell, okay, Noah was off the grid. He was criticized. They laughed at him. They mocked him. They were doing their thing in their greedy desires and their selfishness. Yeah. It says that every thought was wicked continuously at that time like that's how bad society had gone we could go there too but this time christ is going to have to come to 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 end all this because that's mm-hmm. how bad it could get he says if i if he didn't return there'll be nothing left by the time mm-hmm. we are crumbled and destroyed dis- dis- yeah. dis- so anyway so so then you know noah comes down through then he has the perfect genes to create the lineage to continue on you have you know abraham and isaac and jacob and blah 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 and it just continues to go down to king david and then christ and he had to maintain that lineage. There were t- 12 tribes. There was only two left by the time Christ came. That's how destructive we are as humans. That's why God had to work a lot with, with his chosen people and come against these empires to destroy mm-hmm. his empires to be able to maintain the lineage of Christ. That's the only way it could have happened. Mm-hmm. So we look at that. But check this out, Gabby. The Starlink thing that's going on now, there's like this huge push for this godless, like we're going to run the world and we're going to become like gods and we're going to save humanity. Same thing as Noah's day. And we're gonna and then, we're gonna p- upload your consciousness so you never die. They and they say that they're, they're just trying to mimic what Christ is doing. Christ puts it in God puts it into suspension, uh, suspending the consciousness, so then we we can give eternal life. Satan can't do that. He likes to think he can do those things. He's pissed that he can't do it. So what Satan does now? Check this out. We have Starlink that's in development, but imagine mm-hmm. we have all these links. So now people have these nanobots, these nanoparticles. Now they are turned on into a system that can be tracked and traced. And not only that, they're now going to be they connected. They can send to signals. The, they can be connected to the internet of everything. So think about this. God has the Holy Spirit, which can dwell in us at anywhere, anytime, And anyhow. connect us to each other. Right? Exactly. So, and discern, help support us in discerning the truth. Now, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is the internet of everything, Starlink, is mm-hmm. Satan's mimicry and poor shot at trying to mimic the holy spirit Holy's but spirit. his version oh, right that's i know it's a mind blower right when you think about it this is where we're going with it so but it's not going to help us to discern it's actually going to control and try and manipulate of course humans ways of thinking and, and exploit of- us and abuse us and back in trace yeah everything that we think like if you think of god this is why i'm saying religion has distorted it if you think of god as someone that is like dictate a dictator authoritarian to be feared 
Mm-hmm. Uh, feared in a way where like, oh, I can't have a connection or relationship with him. I must only have somebody between me and him because, you know, which right. is what all these other religions do. Mm-hmm. It's literally a mim- mimicry of what Satan's going to be producing with the internet of everything and connecting everybody through this, this centralized system. Yeah. It's the same thing. How it's so crazy. He has. This well, because the system, the, the Holy Spirit can't be manipulated, but no. the Starlink or the, the, the internet of everything can certainly be manipulated by those that control it because it's a man-made yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so, so think about this though. You look at someone like, cause someone could say, Oh, Elon Musk isn't evil. It's like, okay. If I sat down with Elon Musk, if you did, you know what would- Elon Musk said in a podcast, he said, the reason why he want he's going full fledged into AI is because the evil people are already working on it. And if someone else doesn't come out with something before they do, then we will succumb to them i mean he could say that but that would also win people over to agree with whatever he's saying he's just bringing people into the he wants people to come into his value structure that value it so he can get people i didn't i didn't buy it to be honest yeah yeah but but the thing is this is the thing you and i could sit down with elon and by the end we're like he's a great guy you know we could say that maybe not Mm -hmm. who knows how the conversation goes i don't know i'm pretty good at dissecting people (laughs) well so but here's the thing whether somebody comes across as good or not you spend enough time and you think their intention is good. It doesn't matter because ultimately you and I know this because we're, you, you study psychology. I've gone deep into it and also been coaching for 12 years around this. I love working with the unconscious. It's like where I do my best work with people. Mm-hmm. It's what you don't know that you don't know. So someone could have good intentions. They could think that their virtues are good. But if you take God out of the picture, which he doesn't have God in the picture. When you look at no. these eugenicists, they're godless people. When you yes. have a look at this one world government order, all those guys that are running it are all godless. They want to yes. be like gods themselves. So even if they think their intentions are good, which is what's happening, there's going to become a vessel for darkness, whether they like yes. it or not. If and you don't worship God, then you unknowingly are. There we are. There you, we are. If you do not follow God, I hate to tell you, but you are unconsciously, subconsciously in alignment with the and other just, entity because God, it's like a cup. You are a cup. That's what I tell people. It sounds funny, but whatever. Your consciousness is a cup. If you don't fill that cup with godly consciousness, that cup is empty. And the only other thing that will fill that cup that has, that has a bit of control over your mind, because, you know, he was given that, that influence over people is the evil one. And he will fill up your cup and he will trick you into thinking that you are doing something good and that you are saving humanity. Listen, the people that have the most power or the most, I would say resources, won't say power. People that have the most uh, resources right now, such as Bezos, Gates, um, Zuckerberg, Musk, if they got together and just said, we want to be Superman. We want to save the world. We want to be heroes. We want to be remembered forever for doing like the greatest thing ever for humanity. They could fix all the freaking problems. They could help the people in the third world countries. They could, um, fix the school systems. They could fix the hospital systems. They could literally shut down all of this evil, toxic parasitic system that we live in yeah and they're not doing it and to me you know they're even they're they're much worse than like a regular person who just kind of has the blinders on and complies and doesn't go along with things because they have an ability to affect real change and not just step on us like we're ants and exploit us and um 
you know, take our money and um, go along with this system. They have the ability and they're not doing it. And that's just an abomination in my mind. Yeah. Well, and this is what's happening right now. We see it where there's a massive spiritual battle that's amplified. Uh, When you look in Thessalonians, when, when Paul was speaking to the Greeks, he said that like, there would be this strong delusion that would be in the space and that people will give themselves over to wickedness. It's not God's punished and gone, you're done. I'm done with you. I'm, they've chosen that themselves and they've done it. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten so into the world to the yeah. point where they've lost their moral compass and it just gets worse and worse. Like it becomes destructive mm-hmm. unless you come back, unless you repent. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and this is a, you know, I told you before, there's a guy on CNN and, and they were interviewing him, an NFL player. And then he, they asked him about racism and he's like, we don't have a skin. He's an African-American guy. He's like, we don't have a skin problem. We have a sin problem. He's like, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is who we go to. We need to repent. He's like, get down on your knees and ask for that forgiveness. The sin is an infection as well. And they cut him off. They cut him off. And of, course. of course, CNN, like they tell everyone that 95 to 99% of people that are dying of COVID are, are people that have <laughs> that not are taken this. It's just, it's so, it's so, it's it's such a lie. It's a blatant lie. Like it's it's like 60 to 70% actually are jabbed. Yeah, exactly. And 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 so so here's, here's a Gabby. I'm going to go into detox, but there's one more thing. Do you want to Mm -hmm. go to the next level in this conversation to like revelation, like even higher up into a next level? Yes. And I want to say one thing you have to promise me at some point, there's a guy that I, that I follow and I started following him on TikTok, but now I follow him on YouTube as well. His name, his handle is the modern Bushman. He okay. is super, he, he lives in the woods. He is super into the word. It's his whole platform. It's his whole, his whole being is the yeah. word, not religious, just the word. Yeah. He's extremely intelligent. He studied it backwards and forwards. And before he was so into it, he was actually a criticizer and he used to argue <laughs> Christians into the dirt. And he's the most interesting guy. And I have been thinking about this, this whole podcast. Um, you have to promise me that if I can get him on a podcast, I will just sit there and not say a freaking, I'll just be a silent background person, but you have to do, uh, you, you guys have to have a conversation. Yeah, we certainly. have to record it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's oh, do it. Oh, he's very yeah. into like the revelation, the everything. So yes, go into your thing. Well, this is the thing too. We don't spend enough time with God. You know, this guy that you just referred to is out in the woods. Look at Methuselah. Like, you know, like he'd go away and spend all that time with God. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's wisdom was next level, you know? And um, it, it, even for us, so we've, we've been so distracted with everything that's going on mm-hmm. that it's, it's separating us all the time. We're so yep. far out in the water. God, God didn't go away. He's always just there. He's on the boat going, come back. He's like, you can walk on water. I'll even give you the power to walk on water to come back to me. And we're like, no, I'm still out here. And like, hopefully I'm going to have more fun. It's like, when people, when people say we're in the last days or in the end times, we need to be careful that we don't discourage people and just say, oh, well, it's all over anyway. I know for a fact that we're not in the mark moment of time yet because we're in the precursor. We're in the, we're in the, the faux, the faux mark. We're in the faux mark, you know, the, the, the fake one. And the last days could be 200 years. We know that every hundred years, he, the evil one does something crazy and his little minions do something crazy. If you look back at history, 1920, 1820, it's always right around this time. If we can pull it together, which I'm telling you, so many people are awake now. 
can pull it together. We can dismantle this plan that they have with the, the, the COVID and the, the climate bullshit. And we can get back to, like you said, not religion, but just being in the word, living in truth, living in love, yeah. being in liberty. The one thing that America got right was the liberty and the freedom part. The one part yeah. they got wrong was we, the people, we let them take God out of our society, out of our that's systems it. of society. That's if it. we didn't do that part, we would be a radically different country in such a good way. And people say, well, I don't want my yeah. kid to be forced, you know, to learn God at school. And I don't want to, there's no forcing tell, this is what I would say. You let your kid read all kinds of books at school. I mean, some parents are really finding that out right now that they're reading all kinds of horrible books at school. Um, if you've watched any of the videos from the, the school board meetings, but let your kids read the stories of the Bible. Let them read it. Don't tell them this is what you have to do. Don't tell them this is, you know, I'm forcing you. Let them read those stories just like they read other stories and then let them do what their hearts desire. Let the kids, you know, say, well, that sounds a little, I don't know, maybe I need to, maybe as I grow up and I, you know, I'll do more looking into that. Like you, you, you studied theology because you wanted to learn more than just, you know, the Bible that everyone else reads. You wanted to get into the scrolls yeah. and the other texts and everything. Let, let, it's more like, don't force God on people. Let people see yeah. him and see his word and then decide if we had yeah. not done that america would not be any sort of reflection of the beast it is a bit now because we've let them infiltrate our our um institutions the yeah. medical institutions we let pharma and the evil people take over the medical institutions and teach our doctors that chemicals and prescriptions will heal us that's wrong it never heals us yep. we've let them get into our schools and indoctrinate and ruin our children's minds we've let them get into our entertainment um i always tell people stop watching netflix subscribe to pure flicks it's freaking awesome um mm. and it's all uh it's all based or, 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 you know, foundationally in God. It's not, there's no, you know, there's no Freddy Krueger on pure flicks. We'll put it that way. There's no, there's no, uh, uh what's that Netflix house of horrors nonsense. Oh, it's super dark. Yeah, there's so many so nasty things on there. So that's what we did wrong. And, and if we can, I, I don't want people to lose hope and they were in the last days, I should just like be a, be a, an asshole and be, you know, not care there's redemption possible because the last yeah. days could last another 200 years. So make sure yeah. your kids, yeah. your kids don't get sucked into this. Let's fix it now. Yeah. Well, and, and you made such a good point because what I do know, if you look at the scriptures, Satan has always tried to either speed up or slow down God's plan mm -hmm. and being successful at doing it, you know? So it could be another run of him just having an attempt in a window of time. He knows like there's a five-year or 10-year period where he can get some damage down and mm -hmm. progress it closer to his ideal one government. Mm -hmm. uh, but we do know when we look at the statue of Nebuchadnezzar, we're in the, the toes of the divided nations. We know the, the, the toes of miry clay and iron never mm -hmm. cleave, which means there will never be a full establishment of a one world government. God creates a new earth. Christ comes and creates a new earth for that. He comes and destroys it. The rock of ages comes down and smashes the feet. We're, but the, here's the thing, guys. We're in the feet. 
We're in the toes right now. We're at the bottom of the statue. You had Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome. All of this was prophetically fulfilled all the way down to the toes. And we're in that time right now. So we are in the last days. It's just, we don't know how long those last days would be. Right. Right. Um, but if we continue to stay in our sin and not repent and not come together as a body of Christ, it will continue. And what's interesting, Gabby, is when we see the Middle East is blowing up now with the remnant, it's, it's crazy because you wouldn't think that the epicenter of the remnant would break from there. It's God, God works in mysterious ways. It's like he's blowing it up from there. And I think that we've had our chance for a long time to really be in that. And we mm -hmm. should know better now. That's why we should go back mm -hmm. in repentance and come together. We already know it. We got the tools. Now it's up to us whether we use it or not with God. Yeah. Yeah. The Middle East didn't have that. They had deception. They had other things going on. Mm -hmm. So now they've got their opportunity of blowing up and it could spread. I think places like the Middle East, India, China. I'm in Indonesia now, mostly Muslim, Hindu here in Bali. And I'm feeling such an itch to sit with Hindus and speak to them about the love of, of Christ. You should. Like, you never know how much that will rapidly. And this is what, remember he says that he'll return when the gospel is spread to four, all four corners of the globe. Mm -hmm. This is when he returns. So when, if this is happening, you guys start noticing that there's this ripple effect of the remnant discipleship being spread, not church, but discipleship, right. like Paul spread everywhere Just and anywhere. The word. Mm -hmm. and people sharing testimonies and like i've seen l like loads of videos coming out of india and coming out of uh afghanistan of people being um, baptized right now. i was about to say that oh, when you I mentioned this india i was like yes i've seen these videos i've heard people saying that so many more people are um i, I see these ads all the time now asking me to um to buy bibles to be sent yeah. to China yeah. and India and different places. Yep. And I'm like, I, I'm in. It's happening. Of course. The gospel, the gospel is being spread to Christ could be closer than you guys think. And that's a beautiful thing. It's not to be feared. It's actually an exciting time mm -hmm. that we get to be in this, whether it's the next 10 years, whether it's by the end of our life or our kids get to experience it. But right. if we're not showing up in it now, then our children won't be able to know how to stand in it either when right. that's to come. So that's why we get to be the example now, whether it's in our lifetime or not. Yeah. Right. So, so there's legacy to this, this incredible experience we get to live, but Gabby, I'm going to go next level and then I'll drop into the detox, right? Perfect. Next level is this, and this is a, this is a, and I'm going to say this, you may say conspiracy. This is a theory. It's a theory based off what I've seen so far. It's also what I've kind of pieced together from others that have speculated on this. Lots but, of conspiracy theories have turned out to be true in the last two well, years. So it feels pretty aligned to what got, yeah. So, so this is what I think. minded when you read revelation, it starts to get super weird. Like there's some weird stuff. There's some weird metaphorical stuff. There's like frog like looking, um, you know, beings there's, mm -hmm. which would, you would paint as a picture of demonic entities. Right. It even says that there will be people posing as Christ's, as messiahs that are able to bring eyes down from heaven, like in, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the time of Elijah, right? Like that, these things are going to come to pass. Mm -hmm. It says, um, so you see people pretending to and leading people away and being able to have these superhuman powers. And it sounds weird, but it's, but it's happened before. Why can't it happen again? You know? Mm -hmm. And if you think that if it's Satan's last abode, it's like his final straw, why would he not pull out all stops and go, right. go for it? Right. Mm -hmm. And reveal through an expression and even in bodily forms and even the dark spirits. Now, if you're following and tracking me here, let's go, let's go to the next spot. I could imagine as a theoretical understanding of what we're looking at here, I could imagine that with this one world type government, at some point it would get to a head where 
because remember they they're going to be using religion religioso political mm -hmm. power they use religion and politics to try and rope as many people in too right. they try and guilt people and shame people into the climate thing they mm -hmm. try and guilt and shame and create division through the health thing it's all happening right now right 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 so eventually they'll do the religion thing and they'll say you've got to follow in this way and we we've we're, you know god's angry there's natural calamities whatever it will go which could be stimulated by man we're already of seeing course. it harp and they'll say, you know, God's angry. We've got to come back together. We all need to come back on the one page. And then there'll be people that oppose it. So mm -hmm. for me, I, I keep the Sabbath. I'm like, I'm not going to be forced into a Sunday type law. I'll go to church and hang with my people on a Sunday. But if you're now using a beast-like system to impose for me to come into alignment with your um, looking like God, but it's not um, beast-like system to control, mm -hmm. I'm, I don't want to be a part of it. It's the same right. kind of facade that we see as, get the vax because it's healthy and it's good for you protect others but it has right. evil intentions right right so i see this and i think to myself if re the religion they drag that out as long as they can to the point where like it's not working anymore because we've got everyone we want to get the final frontier i think would be that they start to shift everyone's attention to aliens that there's this oh yeah there's this like you, you're already seeing it where it's like oh we're going to leak documents about aliens and ufo they're speaking a lot about ufos right there's now. an there's an emmy lovato or whatever said we should call them something you know don't call them yeah. ETs. don't call them i'm like you guys are off the freaking charts there's there's yeah. a prediction that they will that eventually which we don't know like it could happen in 100 years or whatever um that eventually they will use their um their fake alien project blue beam right their the fake project. alien um abduction nonsense uh -huh. to yep. say that that's the rapture yeah they could they could definitely fool a lot of christians into that and then people will lose their faith thinking that they weren't selected and all this stuff but check this out they also could as well as a move we look at this they could say oh yeah you know that that in that book of elijah in the Bible or Kings where Elijah, you know, goes up in the chariot of fire to the, to heaven. Oh, that was a UFO, a UFO ship, just bringing it, you know? So then they, they start creating these like things that'll put doubt into the minds of believers. So they stop believing the scriptures. It's the same thing that Satan did to Eve when he says, you know, like, Oh, look at this. I'm touching the, this apple or this fruit. Yeah. I mean, nothing's happening to me. So it starts to instill doubt. And this is the key word, the key words here, Gabby, lies believed breaks the circle of love and trust and that's all that satan needs to do to us is to mm -hmm. get us to doubt and not believe in order to break the circle of love and trust not that god's not loving and trusting us is we're not loving and trusting him anymore right. we come out of our situation right so i believe that there'll be this big turning because if you look at in the hindu faith certain aspects and denominations of the hindu faith in the islam faith they are all expecting some sort of a messiah even the jews that haven't um accepted christ are still waiting on their messiah that's why some some of these religious factions are trying to hurry up prophecy you can see well, it and i hate to tell them but they're waiting on the antichrist they're not waiting on that's messiah. it so when you look at the description of what it says but you cannot say that creation. you cannot say that i should well, have said that. i mean the scriptures are very clear you know what i'm saying so it's like okay you either don't believe the word or you do uh, but if you if you don't, then you are going to then follow a system that you're going to have to work out at some point, is this the truth or not? If you do, then you're going to be discerning and aware that this is actually an antichrist, um, mm -hmm. you know, figure that comes. And it's crazy. Like I've seen the description of all these other religions and I've looked and I've gone like, that's the antichrist, but they all think it's the Messiah. So on top of it, check this out. How do they get 
all of humanity as much as they can now as a final scoop to try and get everyone on board. What they do is they say, there's an existential threat coming. And oh, we yeah. must all come together to be able to take on this existential threat. But guess who the existential threat is that they say is a threat? It's actually Christ returning. And we're all, they're all trying to get everyone on that page to turn on this when Christ is coming. They know they can't beat it because Satan can't beat Christ. He, he already knows that, but he's doing mm-hmm. everything he can. And so this will turn as many, so many people away because they'll start to live in this time, whether it's a decade or a few years or whatever, of just constantly hearing about UFOs, aliens coming. Yeah. We need to, it'll become this super weird sci-fi type movie. I think it's going to get really weird, Gabby. If this continues, if yeah. God pulls the reins and says enough, then it will pan itself out and they would have made some progress in setting some systems, but they won't win, right? But if we allow for it and we don't repent and we keep just giving over and giving over, it'll continue down a path. I don't think... I don't think we're on a path of giving over. I think we're on the opposite path. We're putting up a fight. We're putting up a fight, that's for sure. Yeah. If they don't, if they don't, if we don't let the climate thing go full bananas. They might've screwed that one up. That's what I thought to myself. They might've screwed that one up because Mm -hmm. a lot of truths coming out about this, they might be... Um, less in agreement with the climate thing and go, this is a load of crap. But I do think that yeah. the climate thing is a different time of sh- type of shaming. I think they're going to be able to get a, a good scoop of some of people mm-hmm. because a lot of, so a lot of my buddies <clears throat> that are, let's say they're more like into the new agey stuff. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like open to wanting to learn a bit about God. They're like, yeah. And then they've seen this stuff happen with the vaccine. Like I'm not taking a shot. So they're alternative options. And I love that. It's like, yeah, they're alternative. They're not going by the mainstream system. So they'll go, that's not, that's not good. But they also are very much about the climate and nature and everything. So they could then be pulled into that if they're not seeing it. So it's like what we're learning now is really important as to how to discern. And I ultimately think that the, the layers and the layers and the layers of manipulation and propaganda we're only going to make it through if it continued to be layer after layer only right. through the whole spirit. We can't do it without God because God is no. the one that reveals that truth and brings revelation. So this is what I'm saying, guys, get in with God now. Like don't wait till you're in so much pain. Some people may need that, but don't wait until it's like later. Cause you could be so deep in a system already by the time you come to it. Yeah. And nothing's possible for God. It's just like you live. I believe you live more of a flow in your life when you're already tapped in with him now and moving mm-hmm. through that and discerning. Yeah, I will say that as someone who grew up with religion and then kind of shunned it and didn't want anything to do with religion, always believed in God, like never, never went the atheist route or anything like that. I always believed in God, but I had no relationship really other than when I was really in trouble, I would pray or when something really (laughs) amazing would happen, I would say, thank you, God. But that was it. I think that was the extent. No churches, no worship, nothing like that. Um. When I started going to the church I now go to, which is non-denominational, they actually just had a whole whole sermon on this. They they went into kind of similar to what you're saying that that you know there's all these different things that were that God didn't make up, you know, the Baptist and the this and the that, and they just followed the word. You just follow the scripture. Yes, we just follow the scripture. That's it. And, and this, the church is very diverse. There's all different walks of life, all different ethnicities, all different types of people, young and old. It's a great church, um, because they just focus on the word and how it, um, correlates to struggles and happenings of right now. That's all they do. 
Um, yeah. They have a big youth, you know, whatever. And I would tell people find number one, if you have a church that's pushing the jab, get away from them as quickly as possible. Okay. My church has not told anyone what to do. They haven't come out and said, don't take yeah. it. They've literally just nothing. They haven't said a word yeah. about it. Not, not, you should get it. Not, you know, you can't come in unless you, no, nothing. Yeah, they're not um, politically involved. Yeah. Nope. And they had for a little bit, you know, they had the mask thing while everybody had the mask thing. And then they were one of the first ones that was like, if you want to wear it, wear it. Don't want to wear it. Don't wear it. But they weren't, you know, find a church, uh, find a, even a group of people that you can worship with that just sticks to the scripture and sticks to the word and doesn't get into any uh, man-made interpretations or rules that change the word because that's not a church and any church that is um cheerleading for the current government that we all know deep down is corrupt like even people on the left you you kind of know the government's corrupt you shouldn't be going to that type of church yeah um the i forget why i went into this whole church thing oh what you were saying about using you know they, they're going to use the coming of Christ. So what people should know is, you know, when you have a relationship, what's real and what's not, it's almost like a gift. Like once you get really close to him and I built a relationship, things that used to manipulate me and fool me and people that used to lie to me had the power to do so even though I thought I was a fairly intelligent person, I studied psychology, et cetera. The thing that changed for me was when I got really close to God and I built a relationship, like a personal relationship, not a, not a, a, a weird, far away worshipy religion type, but a close, like, I want you to be my best friend type of thing. Yeah. Something changed in me, in my consciousness, in my intelligence. I don't know. I was given a gift of discernment. And I think that anyone who gets that close and I'm pretty close, talk to him every day, definitely my bestie. Um, you will be given the gift of discernment and you will then know and be able to tell when someone is introducing or trying to get you to subscribe to something that is not of God. Yeah. Even if it sounds good in theory, you'll be able to sort it out well he changed the thing is he, he transforms your mind and he renews your heart right like there's this restoration process and none of us are perfect you know i know when i first came back in like six years ago back into my faith like really strong i went in so strong for like a year straight and then i came out a little bit and then i came back in it was like this up and down like kind of thing until i had calibrated into a point where i feel really secure in my relationship with christ mm -hmm. you know um some guy even like a week ago for marketing services ripped me off. He's in America. You know, I paid 10,000 bucks and then he just bounced and did nothing and wouldn't respond. He just ghosted. And, you know, the old me would typically go and start threatening and going crazy. And I, you know, professionally responded and followed up and, you know, all that. But I'd usually lose sleep over things like that mm -hmm. and get really angry about it. And I'd start right. letting myself just be taken over by this darker force. And, um, I'm proud of myself because all I did was I just prayed to God and I was like, God, you know, support me in navigating through this experience right now. Mm -hmm. 
how do I best handle it? And I, honestly, I went, had to go to, I went to go to bed that night and usually I'd be, be on my mind and be pissed. And I literally had the most calmest, chillest moment like 10 minutes before my sleep. And then I fell asleep and I had the best sleep. And I woke up and the first thought on my mind is like, that guy's going to struggle in life if he doesn't. doesn't Do the right thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. And God re even remi reminded and revealed to me my ability to create a new. And I completely let go of the money. I was just like, it's, it's gone. It's, and it's not for me anymore. It's, it's done. If he comes through for whatever reason one day, who knows? But mm -hmm. he's the one carrying that. That's between him and God. It's not between me and God. And I've had a slew of opportunities coming through big scale, like financial opportunities for things and awesome things happen. I'm just like, of course, it just gets returned, yeah. you know, gets, mm -hmm. in a way. And I think that this is the thing that we've got to remember. Like God also, he's guiding us. I don't believe in predestination. I don't believe that he's mapped it all out and it's just there because- no. If that's the case, he'd be a very frustrated architect. Well, and it depends on our free will. Like, yeah, in, exactly. in life, we're not we're, a slave or a machine. We're constantly given, uh, you know, right or, right or left, which way are you going to go? Or sometimes yeah. three different ways, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it depends on what you choose then and, and what that decision attracts. Yeah. And what um, if that decision is in alignment with him with if it's in alignment with your true intentions um or if you're giving in to like you said anger and darkness and resentment and all of those and non-forgiveness and all those things like who knows that guy could be that guy could have a really bad situation going on and he's not making good decisions and he's being controlled yeah. by something bad and maybe later i mean something sort of similar like that happened to me but not with money it was more like a deal that was supposed to happen. And then the guy came back two months later and said, my, my wife came down with cancer. Then she, you know, wanted a divorce. And then she, I've been in and out of the hospital every single day. And I'm so sorry. And, you know, it was two months later and I had kind of told him what was on my mind a couple of months ago that he, you know, disappeared. And I was like, you know what life happens and thank you for, thanks for coming back and, and saying something. So you never know. Could happen. Well, it's also you realize your peace is more important than holding yeah. on to things that aren't control. And and that's what I'm saying. Like Jesus says, I am the peace that surpasses all understanding. Sometimes we're trying to understand things so much, we get so in it that we just come to him and rest in him. He says, Find your rest in me. He's his mm -hmm. rest, the rest that we get in him, he says, is his gift to us. And yes. it's true. And, and it's so cool. Just think about this. So, and my heart really goes out to people, Gabby. You know, I've got people from Australia right now that are in the toughest conditions. Oh. They're locked down for like 260, 270 days of the year, whatever it is. And they're like, their businesses are crumbled. They're just falling apart, right? So many suicides are happening. And I'm, they're talking to me and they don't believe in God. I'm just like, what are you going to do with your life? Like my heart so hurts to those people because... They don't know what they're missing. They don't know, like just having that peace and knowing that there's a plan, you know, and my friends that have in Australia that haven't stuck to the mandates, they've said, I'm not taking the shot mm -hmm. and they're in struggle town. And I tell them, I'm like, a blessing is coming. God is going to honor you and bless you for standing your ground in this time yes, and knowing, yes. and they're not doing it because they know it's evil and they know there's a dark force. And I said, God is going to honor you in that. He will. It might not feel like it right now, but, but, and I've had, I'm telling you, I've had so many people come back to me and say, Joel, what I thought was the worst thing that was going to happen. I left my job. I left my state. They're like, mm -hmm. I'm living in a way better place now. I'm so I've had more time with yeah. the kids or I've got this new job opportunity mm -hmm. and it's so much better. I've started my business. I finally did it. And now it's working. I'm yes. telling you guys, if you're listening, 
it's not all bad. It's we can God always turns broken things into good. Yeah, you, that, he makes a way the, through the dark stuff. That's the theme of the scriptures. Everything: I, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, mm-hmm. Samson, like Daniel, like all the times when things look like they were broken, God turned it into good and, and yeah. blessed it tenfold. You know, that's why so they call just, him a waymaker. He's a waymaker. That's it. So, so Gabby, let's go into th- this. This what's definitely been revealed to me through the incredible connections that I have with. Yeah. Uh, naturopaths scientists doctors yeah these guys are legit and and as a matter of fact i made sure that you know if i'm ever going to be sharing any information that it's something that i've also utilized myself and or on top of that uh there's visual evidence that it's not just coming from just them uh, you know this in this case this whole detoxing the uh vax but also what's in the vax it's not just dr robert young it's my doctor here in bali in indonesia it's universities that are coming out with this now yeah. it's world-renowned doctors and scientists mm-hmm. that are now finding all this so essentially I had, and, yeah well the thing is they don't do peer review anymore you know they stopped doing that like like a year and a half back they've stopped doing it to the point because hmm. they don't want people peer reviewing what's happening right now so that they can keep controlling things like wow. I've had tons of doctors say, like they haven't been able to do peer reviews. It's they've just like and they've used the pandemic as an excuse for not. But it's it's happening in a way where they're blocking all this truth. It's nuts. So essentially, but independent Dr. doctors and science and specialists are sort of ver are sort of verifying each other's like sharing and verif- sharing and verifying. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're coming together on like group calls, as you guys might have seen, mm-hmm. like you know, Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Young, Dr. Um, uh, Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Um, Majed, uh, Madej, is it Majed? I think it's Dr. Majed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Zelenko. Northrop, Zelenko. Like a lot of these are coming out. And you've got to think like, because one of my friends said, well, how come not all these other doctors are coming out? And I said, okay, the conversations I've had with these with doctors, there's two things. One is the doctors that do know don't want to lose their medical license. You know, I had a um, nurse, Erin, who you're, I think you're friends with nurse Erin yes. as well. And New York, she, she was saying the same thing. Like people are scared to lose their medical license. Yep. Um, a lot of the doctors that are coming out, even Dr. Michael Yeadon, you know, he said, he's like, I've made my multi-millions. He's like, I'm retired. I've got nothing to lose. He's like, I'm, of course, I'm going to be speaking, speaking up. And so Dr. A lot of these McCullough, doctors, he's great too. Yeah. Peter McCullough. So, so these guys, they've got, they don't have anything to lose anymore. They're just seeing it and they're like, their heart hurts for humanity. When I had Dr. Robert Young on, like he almost like you could tell he's getting emotional. Well, they slandered him horribly. Like when I posted something of his, all these people, all these people said, Oh, I found all this stuff about him on Google and blah, blah, blah. Watch. It's a website called quack watch. If you guys want to know quack watch is a, it's a terrible blog that slams anyone and everyone that goes that against narrative conventional medicine. Yeah. It goes yeah. against, because like, remember this Gabby, if you listen right now and you guys like, how come my GP and my doctor doesn't tell me about what's in the shot and how come it's got to this point? That's a, right, good, right. That's a big question. The reason why it's got to this point is this in 1910, Mm-hmm. right 111 years ago mm-hmm. uh you had these two brothers you had uh abraham and flexner okay they were running the medical media there mm-hmm. the, were the medical press and it was very much to whoever was in the medical industry and that was credited in the industry and it was it was proper right. now most of the medical schools, like t- we're talking 90 something percent of them were mm-hmm. all naturopathic, homeopathic, mm-hmm. uh, herbal medicine schools. This is yep. normal. That was mainstream medicine then. Yeah. Then um, two 
people came together, Carnegie and Rockefeller. Yep. And what they wanted to do is they came in and went in 1910, they bought out Flexner. They wanted they to, and they industrialized medicine. They did. Yeah. 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 It's part of the based in, based in petrochemicals. Exactly. Yep. yep. No longer so natural. There you go. So by the time it was 19, yeah. So they got the propaganda going now. Everyone needs to be on pharmaceuticals because then they make money because you can't patent natural stuff. So they're, they're, they're getting things they can patent. And then uh, by 1925, you went from like 20 something major schools down to like two. And within a couple of years, it was like zero schools that were considered credible anymore that were natural. And the only way that you could get an MD is going through one of these Flexner based schools. Yep. Uh, because Carnegie and Rockefeller funny. So, so that just gives you a, such an important understanding of like why we're so big on pharmaceuticals, why it's pumped all over your TV as commercials. We don't have that and in Australia. The people that funded all the, 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 the Rockefeller and Carnegie, they funded all those medical schools. They did away with the naturopath ones. Yep. So your doctor was given their license by a school that is paid and run on big pharma, not on functional or naturopathic medicine yeah. or truth. Exactly. exactly. So, okay, so we see that and that's happened, right? Now what we do is we look at like, okay, this whole narrative around CV-19. Oh, it's a virus. It's a big, scary virus, right? So we look at this and go, okay, there's a virus out there. Now, the thing about a virus is this. You had these two schools of thought. It was, it was around 1880, I think it was, somewhere around there, 18, yeah, in the late 1800s. And um, there were these two different schools of thoughts. One was there are viruses and they can enter the body. They're flying around. You can like breathe it in and all sorts. It's like left on surfaces. You touch it, you're done, right? And then, and then you have this other school of thought that is there is no virus that can actually, like you can have intoxications, mm -hmm. you know, you can have bacteria and so on. But what happens is, you can't literally breathe a virus in as airborne to go into your system. That's, right. that's uh, germ theory. There, this was another theory that was the terrain theory, was that if the environment, it's like a fish in a bowl of water, uh, do you keep injecting a fish that's in shitty water to try and make it better? It will just get sick again. But if you clean the water, it'll become right. healthy, right? Mm -hmm. So what we see is we see that we have an ecosystem and we have soil within our body. If you want to refer to that as a metaphor, it's like we have soil in our body. It's all the constitution. It's also the makeup and the, the um, uh, essentially the biotics that are in our system, the mm -hmm. flora in our system. Now, if we're looking after that and it's in a good alkaline state, then it's less, there's a less chance for outfection. It's called outfection where it's because mm -hmm. infection starts from the inside and goes out. It's not that right. it comes in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Dr. Young is broken this down. It's not just Dr. Young, there's many doctors. But we look at this, and so he studies this. He's been studying it for like 40 some years. EMF waves, he studied, you know, right. what would be so-called viruses, um, germ theory, terrain theory, mm -hmm. uh, vaccines, he studied it all. And so he says, what he's seeing is the reason why it's so randomized and weird right now, there's layers to it. One is they have phase one, phase two, and phase three shots that are, that are out. So when you go to get your shot, if you decide to do that, crazy decision, but if you decide to do that, um, you don't know which phase you're getting. It's like playing Russian roulette. You could get a phase one, which is 80% saline and 20% graphene oxide, heavy metals, mRNA. Yeah. Um, if you get a phase three, it's 80% heavy metals, graphene oxide, mRNA, and aluminum oxide, and all the other carbon in that in it, um, which is super dangerous, right? And those are the people that are aluminum. dying quickly. 
Yeah. So people that are getting like big reactions, unless your soil in your body is really good condition, you know, and a lot of people have comorbidities and they don't even know it. So like, unless, and if your, uh, um, your blood is very alkaline, you, even then you may not feel it as much, but the problem is now it's in your system. So it could you start have to, to detox. Your system. Yeah. So, you know, I've had friends that are like, Oh, I got two shots and it was like, it's all good. Then even considering going for a booster. Cause it's like totally fine. And I said to him like, yeah, but you could have the phase one 80% sailing. You don't even know. You know, or you could have had really good health in your blood, but now you've compromised your system. So, well, and so some some vials that were found by uh, this guy that I recently posted, they were all saline. So, just so we're aware yeah, of know. why people are saying, "How come I'm not getting sick? How come I didn't even have a, a I didn't even feel anything? I didn't even feel a little bit yeah. sick or a little bit tired or a little bit anything." If they gave the shots out, 100% potency to 100% of people that took it, it would be too freaking obvious. They yeah, would, they, they know that. So I didn't know about these different phases, but I will say that there is also, I think, probably close to 10 to 20, somewhere between 10 to 20% of all the shots that went out are saline. Because, and, and, and there are some nurses and doctors that purposely dumped out the vials and gave their patients saline. One nurse yeah. in, in New York gave 8,000 doses of saline because she knew what was in it. Yeah. So Good on her. if you, awesome. if you didn't feel anything and you got saline uh, and you're pissed, you're an idiot and you should be thanking God and whoever gave you that shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, so what happens now? It's nuts. You've got so many things that are going to start happening in the body. And this is why it's so important to detox it out because one of the major things is the graphene oxide uh graphene is an interesting chemical uh makeup it's stronger than steel which is hard to break down right uh it's flexible and it's light and it's strong like it's it's a miracle element it's nuts and it moves I, with electromagnetic energy yeah. which is really creepy yeah it's super Ooh. creepy and so, it links together like a yeah 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 it's nuts right so what happens is Magnets. Um, Dr. Young was saying, and even my doctor here in Bali was saying, what, what it does, it, it saps off the oxygen from the red blood cells. So you got red blood cells in your blood. They carry oxygen around your body. What it does is it actually takes the oxygen. It's called oxide, takes from it, right? When this happens, it starts to um, fall like a pancake. It's not round and like full now. It's like oh. flat and it's like coagulating, right? It all comes together in bunches. That That's what we see in the slides. Yeah. So it creates blood clots. So it's like a whole bunch of deflated red blood cells that are supposed to be carrying oxygen. Now don't yeah. have the oxygen in it. So imagine this happening more and more and more and more and more and more in your system. This is when you start having heart problems. This is when it creates uh, an environment yeah. for all sorts of issues. Like the thing is what happens when that blood goes up to the brain? Now you're like getting lightheaded. You're getting foggy in the, in the brain. You can't think straight. It starts creating Alzheimer's and dementia, you know, like think of like young 20 year old kids, you know, adults, young 20 year old adults that now like literally in the coming years could have dementia and Alzheimer's It's evil. It's pure well, evil. And some of them are, uh, are paralyzed. They have neurological yep. um, disorders. They, they have, yep. they can't, they have constant, um, what do you call it? Seizures. The body's gone into shock because it's not getting what it's supposed to be getting. So it goes into trauma. You know, that's what a lot of these reactions are until they're you healed. But even then, I'm telling you guys, it gets worse, you know, because then the mRNA is doing whatever it alters the genes. They say it doesn't, but it does. You could have seen it. They can actually do that. Um, On top of it, the mRNA 
uh, runs with the metal particles, nanoparticles and directs it. It's like a sequence, directs it to certain organs. What, and this is what Dr. Young said is he's like 80% of it uh, has been found to go to up to 80% has gone to the reproductive organs. He's like, and when that yeah, happens, the reproductive organs the reproductive and the brain organs, too. Yeah. When it goes to reproductive organs, he's like game over. Like it's, there's like a nine, like very high percentage chance that you'll be sterile from then on. You can't get it out of your system. It's lodged into your organs. Now, your body, what it does too, is in order to try and protect itself, it sends the particles to the fatty tissue. But the problem is the fatty tissue is the brain. So you have more neurological disorders now. They've had doctor, I don't know if it was Peter McCullough or another doctor that I heard a couple months ago was saying, he's been working closely with those that had the vax in the clinical trials like 13 months ago or whenever it was, maybe 14 months ago, the first initial people, mm -hmm. he said every single one of them, because he's followed them on their whole journey and tested them. And everything, he said every single one of them now has neurological disorders. Oh my God. That's 160 people, 130, like a lot, right? Um, to a, like, and they all vary in degrees because everyone's body and constitutions are slightly different. Mm -hmm. It depends on what your health is. But Dr. Young said, like, it was very... I could tell he was really struggling to show a sort of hope if someone's gone and got the shots and they've got the two shots and a booster. Like he just looked kind of hopeless. Like he's like, let's do our best shot. But he's like, it's already doing so much damage. Right. Right. And, it, and, and so that's why he's not encouraging because some people go, I'll go get the shot and then I'll quickly detox out. He's like, the idea of putting something so dangerous in your body and then trying to get it straight out is just crazy that we're even here in humanity right now. Like, but the thing is, it starts to do permanent damage already. And I'm not saying don't do it. If you're listening now and you've gone and got a shot, go do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Because you want to maintain length of life. Now, they say anywhere between two to 10 years is lifespan for anyone that's had the shot. And that's oh. all shots. And people keep saying, Novavax, what about? It's like Novavax is, if you have a look deep into the funding, Bill Gates is behind that too. It's for oh. the dummies that, that are like, no, no, I'm not going to get a shot. And then they finally go, okay, I'll get this one. That for me, I'm looking at like, that could be even worse. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it could be, could be a ramp up because you did you were hesitant to get it they don't want definitely right. want so you can't trust any of it. it has heavy metals in it it has you know all these you know things in it that are no good for the body right so the key now is to make sure that sorry my dogs are going off in the back to, okay. to make to make sure we keep the uh blood alkaline now mm -hmm. the blood needs to stay alkaline so that uh the metal particles can't oxidize the blood cells Okay, so you want to get your pH levels up. Um, Dr. Young was talking about avocado, watermelon, um, lime and lemon in the water. You know, these like high alkaline, stay away from coffee, stay away from smoking cigarettes, yeah. stay away from alcohol. Anything acidic. That's even the same pasta, thing. Even pasta can be acidic, like red meat in your body, like any meat can be acidic because it needs a lot of acid to break it down and then it goes into your blood, right? I will even, uh, people that are, uh, suffering with um, cancer should try to get their body in a very, very alkaline state. Yep. And um, I will say back to your thing about what the virus thing, a quick thing that I've talked about on other podcasts, many, many diseases, almost, almost all diseases can be traced back to some sort of parasitic organism. Yep. And the reason why you know, what they like to call horse wormer, even though it's been used on humans for God only knows how long and the pill form, hello, and it won a Nobel prize for humans. Um, why that works and why, uh, if you have, uh, cancer cells, if you take something called fenbendazole, why that works, because fenbendazole is a 
dewormer. Um, yep. Why those are effective is because many, if not almost all, viruses are can be traced back to a parasitic organism yeah. from the start. Yeah. And that's why if you've had C19, um, and some people, even if you've taken the shot, I, the ivermectin is great uh, to take as well, along with the detox yeah. protocol, which um, I will post yeah. at the end of this video in like a screen grab yeah. um, that Joelle sent me. Um, I had a detox protocol up and um, I have a few things in my, um, you know, the links on my social media that are great. Um, but he sent me one that I was, I was surprised could actually deactivate the mRNA replication. Mm -hmm. And, and the other detoxes are just to neutralize and try to detox out the, the graphene oxide. So I would say if you whether you've taken it or not, I'm personally right now in the middle of doing a parasite cleanse and I am taking some boo, I call it boo powder. It's black oxygen organics, it's fulvic acid and it's black and it's really weird looking. Take like half a teaspoon and you put it in like this giant bottle of water and it turns it like black coffee. First night I ever drank this stuff. I mean, it, it tastes like water with a dirt aftertaste. I'm not gonna lie to you, um, but very, very water-like. I slept like a freaking rock and I don't sleep like a rock. Let's just put it mm-hmm. mildly um, because, you know, there's all these things going on in the world, but I sleep the best when I talk to God right before bed and I fall asleep, sort of having a conversation with him as cheesy as that sounds works like a charm every time. Uh, so I will post that protocol up like screen grab at the end of this episode. So you guys can see the detox that uh, Joel sent me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that detox was put together uh, by a network of doctors. Um, you know, there was there, some of the doctors that we mentioned before have got together and brought their minds together and brought all their results together to work out the best. And then I, uh, my doctor here in, in Indonesia, she's added to it. And then I got Dr. Young to tweak it even more. So it's mm-hmm. like, they've really worked hard to make it the ultimate, mm-hmm. pulling their you know hundreds of years together combined of naturopathic and um scientific understanding and what they've seen so far because everyone's still working parts of it out right they're seeing new things each day uh but the key guys is to alkaline obviously you know like you said like you know dr young has cured thousands and thousands and thousands of people from cancer that's why big pharma hates him so much that's why they try and throw him under the bus that's why they try and through him to try and take him out of business well yeah they said the thing that i read was that he he said he healed someone and then they went and then the, like a year went by and then they got sick again. And then they, they had to go back to the yeah. hospital or they died or something and they sued him and yeah. all this stuff. That's what happened. So it was, yeah, yeah. It was like, they were sad that they're, you know, passed away. But the thing is that you have someone that comes to you with chemotherapy. They've already fried most of their body. You know, it's like what you're on the last straw and you come and, and he never says, I promise you, you know, and so and I would nurses- say to people, if you get diagnosed with cancer, yeah, look into every single meth- methodology of healing before you land on chemo, yeah. Yeah. like try yeah. everything. And then, yeah. because once you, yes. once you nuke yourself, you're nuking yourself technically, like you're putting yourself in a, in a chemical microwave with, with the, you know, the IVs and everything you'll never be the same and and you're hurting so many good cells in your body well think about this 
too, Gabby. You know, one of the things that Dr. Young said, he's been studying EMF waves and he was one of the first guys, if you ever remember back in like maybe the early 2000s or like late 1990s, he was the go-to guy that they go to on the news to show like what's happening when you have a cell phone near your ears and he show like heat maps and show you like how it affects the brain and how yeah. it can cause changes. I never that. hold my phone up to my face. Yeah. Never. Yeah, yeah. And, and so- you know, he, he was a guy that was into all that. And he says that what they've found is this link that if you have these nanoparticles, especially graphene oxide, because it's very, um, it can become very radioactive under radio waves. Yeah. Now, you know how there's this huge push for 5G cell towers? It's um, a conspiracy, of course. Yeah, they keep, they always call it a conspiracy. I know. So like the difference between 4G and 5G, this will blow your mind. 5G has 40 zeros extra of power on the back end of it. You can't even calculate that. Like, well, I don't even know what that number is for. 40 gazillion or something or trillion, whatever. Yeah. But, and so it's a massive leap in the power and the strength mm -hmm. of the wave to the point where if 4G is able mm -hmm. to make graphene move. Mm -hmm. Can you even you imagine? Up, look at 5G. Yeah. They, can, they can up and down move the frequency to tap into um, to, to radio active. This is where the word radio activate comes from. So everyone that's walking around with all these metals in them, even if you've had flu shots, even like for me, I had um, the head B shot. I had dengue, uh, yellow fever. I've had those shots because I've traveled around the world and I had like, you know, five years, 10 years back. I'm actively using, you know, these, these things to get this out. I'm using liposomal glutathione, which is in the mm -hmm. protocol, which breaks down. It kind of rusts away at the graphene oxide. It doesn't mm -hmm. get it out straight away, but it rusts away at it to break it down. And then all these detox methods like Montmorillonite uh, clay. That's a hard one to say. Montmorillonite clay mm -hmm. is French green clay. Uh, yeah. Dr. Young said it has magnetic properties. It actually magnetizes and draws the metals to it and it binds it and you can flush it out, right? Nice. So there's all these like really cool things you can start doing. Bring the inflammation down, increase the alkaline in your blood, mm -hmm. flush, use these clays. One of the things he said, don't use, because I said, what about charcoal? He's like, well, you're kind of, you're putting carbon back in the body. He's like, let's stay mm -hmm. away from that. We can use better right, clays. Right, right. Mm -hmm. You're using um, what you're using now with the um, uh, folic acid. Folic acid, yeah acid yeah you know so so this is great and this is what we want is antioxidants guys nac is an antioxidant the fda and i take nac every day yeah so this the fda is trying to strip it now out of stores i know um, they're coming after vitamins and minerals to take them out it's just nuts everything that god's already put in nature they're trying to tear it down you know did so you know that if you posted the word zinc if you post the word zinc on social media in a post like during the whole, the, the height of the, the C-19 bullshit, yeah. they would flag you. Yeah, of course. For C-19, for C-19 disinformation, zinc. I wrote, like, I wrote up, and you know what? I put up a post even last week talking about Agenda 2030, right? This is what I said. I said this, Agenda 2030 is not a utopia. It's a plan for society to, be, to become peasants in a centralized technocracy. It relies on society, society to be as godless as possible in order to be established. Don't let them have what they want. Stay close to God and stay strong. I got flagged as, with the COVID-19 on there. And I didn't say anything about COVID. And people were even commenting. They're like, what the hell? You didn't even say COVID. No one even commented about COVID. And I'm like, yeah, it's clear. You They're said agenda 2030. showing us that it's part of their agenda. Like, mm -hmm. it's just so so blatantly obvious now you want me to tell you something that'll really blow your mind about the the 5g thing yeah go ahead okay two things one's not mind-blowing it's just a fact 
I, whenever someone says, oh, that's a conspiracy, blah, 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 that it interacts with, you know, the C9 or the like people that are exposed to 5G have worse C19, all this stuff. Okay. Yep. Whatever. During the lockdown of 2020, the real, like when everyone was locked down, I mean, even Florida, I mean, everywhere was locked down. Why was it that crews and trucks were mm. out in the middle of the night yep. putting up 5G towers everywhere during the, they why? Were. They did an That's weird. That's weird, right? Yep. Very weird. It's a little weird. I mean, even if you're super left-leaning, like, little weird. Yeah. Okay? Then, if you look at, if you can find them, which they have to hide and use a lot of keywords, but there are pages online that you can find people that live very close to these towers. And ever since they were installed, these people have a host of health problems. They had some of the worst um, uh, concentrations of the virus. And, and I'm not saying that the virus is caused by 5G. I'm saying that it stimulates it. I'm saying this. We all now know that the virus was not, it's not natural. Like it's not God, God, it's not, it wasn't, it didn't show up organically. This is a, this escape from a lab, right? So people messed with it and it's, it's altered. Whatever, however they altered it, what I am saying is there is some evidence that those frequencies affect the splicing and, and, and components of the lab virus. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this will blow your mind even more because mm. this is a conclusion we've come to just with all the doctors I've been talking with. There is no virus, right? And it's hard for some people to hear that. It's like, no, there's a virus. The thing is, it's an invisible enemy that they can use to manipulate you with if you're scared and fearful thinking there's a virus. They can ramp it up and down however they want through media. I think they, I think they sprayed see, us. I mean, the pe there's people, Pentagon when, papers that they sprayed well, us. Yeah, well, when you see, so when you see people sick and you I, I speak with doctors like yeah people coming in they're coming in with covid what's classed as covid symptoms mm -hmm. some of it's a cold some of it's a flu the cdc just said that the pcr test is done they had to remove emergency right. authority just like i think it was very recently um candace owens was yeah. talking about it and and so we're like okay the pcr test was shoddy the virus doesn't exist so what is it right um the the time because you saw i put up a video it went viral i got crazy views it went crazy nuts um, I shared, look, hey guys, I've got COVID like symptoms. I was like, I think this is a next level cold or flu. I don't know what it is, but like, this is what mm -hmm. happened. And I took mm -hmm. ivermectin and it, and it worked. It helped me knock it on the head within like 48 hours. Yep. But, but I truly believe I was able to be, go through that experience to dig even deeper to see what this actual thing is. Mm -hmm. When I had the COVID like symptoms, there were chemtrails going up and down along the coast here in Bali on the beach. They were doing it. Southeast Asia had a high volume of planes flying over dropping and they've found high tox toxicology, like the to toxicology um, reports are showing uh, aluminum oxide, graphene oxide, and barium in that were dr being dropped. I went out to my and motorbike guess what out the, the front. Guess what those three things that you just named, guess what their, their um, chemical. A -A yeah, bail. And they're all sixes. The barium. And they're all yeah. sixes that add the number of atoms. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's very, so, very, so, so very, very creepy. Out. I went out 
I went out to my motorbike in my black seat on my bike was all covered with these weird ash type things on the car yep. window. It was like, sticky. and the beach I go down to was foggy. It's like they dump it at like four o'clock. And then when everyone's down there for sunset, everyone's sitting in this. Found mist, it on the windshield. Right? Yeah. So I just shared, I shared to my group that have been doing it over the US uh, just a couple of nights ago. It just mm -hmm. continues on people getting upper respiratory infections because I'm not even infections, just upper respiratory symptoms. Okay, because this is what it is. Yep. We've got to change our wordage now. They keep saying virus. They keep saying lab. It didn't come from a lab. It's bull. It's BS. They keep trying to divert everybody to keep thinking it's from a lab so they mm -hmm. don't catch on to the fact that there is massive amounts of graphene oxide in our systems now. Okay. My doctor here that's been in Bali has been doing blood cell analysis under microscopes, studying everyone's blood, all the patients. She's done it with probably tens of thousands by now. You know, I'm definitely in the thousands upon thousands. And she said, Joel, over the last 14 months, more so, 14 to 15 months, she said, before all this, people had all sorts of things going on in their blood. Okay, yeah, just normal things, right? She said, what I'm seeing in the last 14 to 15 months is that people are coming in with graphene oxide in their system. She said, I never saw it before in my life. And they're unjabbed. Yeah, to clarify. Well, yeah, so, so, so there's more in the ones that have had the shots. And she said, there's still a little bit in those that haven't. Now, even Dr. Young says there's no shedding. It's called transmission. We all have a biofield and we transmit. So the metals in the body, um, if your minerals are not good in your body, you haven't got your vitamins up, you're in high inflammation, your blood's acidic, you're more reactive to transmission. So just because you're getting symptoms doesn't mean you actually have it in your body. It's your immune system kicking in and you having flu-like, flushing-like mm. symptoms happening. The body getting sore is the immune system working hard. Right, the cramping is it's using the water in your system to flush. Um, the nose running is it's just your body flushing it out, like when you get allergies, trying to yeah, get it out. I right? have the worst allergies. Right, right. So, so then people people are experiencing this and going, "Oh my gosh, COVID!" So they go, yeah. and then the shitty PCR test doesn't work, and then people get put on a freaking ventilator when they're in full panic mode, and or they get put on remdesivir, and then they die. Those two things are the most deadly things that you can do yeah. if you are having a lack of oxygen issues or breathing issues. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I've told people this, it's like putting air in a water balloon. Yeah. It is not a good idea. And if you go on the vent, there is a 80, it's 85%, I think, chance of death. Yeah. Do not do it. Well, the thing, think about this. Remember how I told you before that the metal particles are extracting, like sapping the oxygen from the blood yes, cells. Yes, yes. The, the symptoms of, of um, lack of oxygen in the blood cells is altitude sickness, um, heavy breathing, lack of, yep. lack of good breathing. Um, so and, and the ventilator the ventilator is trying to demand oxygen from the body that's not there and it kills the body because it goes this is this is what's happening guys i'm telling you the case is a crap because of the pcr test the flu and the cold just disappeared no, and, and most of all of the deaths are happening in the hospital they're like in the, the it's hospital like, it's like, like the freaking <laughs> holocaust in the hospitals they're i've been telling people for over 30 days now probably 60 days do not go to the hospital if you feel hospital sick i will Washington. give you i will give you a bunch of doctors that you can call that will call you in prescriptions and tell you what protocol to take and and what vitamins and everything else please please um yeah. i I've, I've been very strong about that um here's a, another thing to go along with that and then we'll wrap up wrap up yeah we um alex jones of course uh, was given, was, was privy to the release of the documents. And then of course they were released. So everybody had access to them 
from the from I guess the Pentagon in internal something or other that right. yeah they've been spraying us. Oh yeah, for sure. They've been, they've been doing us. it for years. Mm-hmm. They, they've been doing it for a really long time, but they but they did create they did the create the formula that they're spraying us with in a lab, but it's not a virus. Yeah. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a exactly. component. It's a it's a it's a, I mean it's a substance. I don't know whatever you call yeah, it, yeah. but it can be sprayed. It can be so he the, the the internal documents and these are Pentagon internal documents that can be found. So anyone can fact check me here. Uh, basically, they asked. DARPA for $14 million to aerosolize. So, you know, like hairspray, aerosolize, aerosolize the virus, Hmm? but it's not really a virus. They, they know that they just call it, they, they know that regular people can't understand what they would describe it as. So they call it a virus. It's really what it is. It's late. It's a layman's term for the masses. Uh, They said, hell no, we're not doing that. That's, that's literally like, like, what do you mean you want to aerosolize it and see if it affects people? Like, we're not doing that. Well, they did it anyway, some other way. Um, and yeah, they've been spraying us. And um, to go to your point about transmission, when I got sick last year, I was, I don't go out in large groups of people a lot because I know that there's something transmitting. I don't know what it is, but when I did, I was, you know, very mild symptoms, um, uh, a little, uh, very tired and, um, a very low grade fever for maybe 12 hours. Um, I don't think that I lost my taste or smell. Um, and I recovered very quickly and I I just took a ton of vitamins. It's all I did. And I recently, you know, I I would say in the last three months, I've been doing the, the fulvic acid, all of my supplements, my zinc, my NAC, um, obviously vitamin D get outside for 15 minutes a day. It's really all you need. Um, no sunscreen, please do not use sunscreen anymore. By the way, it causes cancer. So hmm, use mineral hundred percent sunscreen. That's fine. If you're going to be out there for a long time, you don't want to fry your face off. Um, but yeah, I just took a, a ton of protective type, um, vitamins and I flushed my body out with a shit ton of water. And that's, that's how I did it. But my, my partner noticed, he's like, there's a magnet sticking to me. And obviously we have not had the shot. And then when the papers came out about the spraying, I was like, they've been spraying. I see them here, even in Florida, they've been spraying us and everyone needs, whether you've had the, the, the jab or not, you need to do a metal detox. I know the fulvic acid, uh, the boo powder that I have in my bio, in my page, in my social media pages is a little pricey, but I'm telling you, they send you a bag and you only take a half teaspoon. They say to do it every day. That's overboard. I do mine two to three times a week, half a teaspoon. That bag will last you like, I don't even know, probably six months to a year. Um, and then there's also the protocol that, I'm going to post up here that Joelle sent me. Um, that's way more comprehensive. It was catered to people that have taken, you know, the actual, um, jab, but do a metal detox, do a parasite cleanse. What's the worst thing that could happen? You'll be healthier afterwards and you want to have metals in your body. Like just do it. And, and if you, you, uh, um, 
have a good experience with it, share it with your friends, tell your friends to do it, tell your family to do it. Um, even though I know a lot of people are struggling right now because their family took the thing, you know, a lot of older people did and they're scared and they don't know what's going to happen to their family. And I would tell you that you need to let them know, listen, what's done is done. Let's not argue about it. But from what I hear there's, and what I've seen on multiple microscopic slides, there's a lot of, um, heavy metals in there and it's, it's just not good. And they didn't tell people that it was in there. So let's just, you should just do this detox. Here's some detox stuff. If you can, um, prolong any, uh, I hate to even say this word. <laughs> if you can prolong their period of perish, which is going to come at, in, at, at some point, then do so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just a better quality of life. Like we should be just like, I didn't get the shot, but I'm just doing it anyway. I want to get it out. Yeah. Even past the past shots that I've had, you know, when I was younger. Um, well, just clearly it, it can make you sick. So you should can, want to get it, it out. It can. And the thing too is, you know, if they're ramping 5G more and more, it's all it's going to do is when they change it to whatever freaking, they can turn it up and down however they want and make as many people sick as they want. They can kill off people too. You know, just to be, you know, really paint the picture, it could turn your body into a microwave. Like, let's be real, you know, so let's just like get this stuff out. It's evil. And, you know, Gabby, and we're going to wrap up. Yep. Like when I was a kid and I looked through Revelation in the Bible and Daniel, I look and I think, man, why would God create all this like natural calamities and these pestilence and plagues and all these like really terrible yeah. things. But now I get like, oh, it's not God making it. It's man doing this stuff to humanity. Yeah. And God is saying, come to me. I'm the answer. I'm the salvation. Mm -hmm. So this is, we're seeing it, whether we see the whole thing play out in our lifetime or beyond that, like it doesn't matter either way, come close to God because yeah. God gives you that discernment. The reason why I believe we're able to see these things too. And some people aren't is because we've wanted to see it. We've asked him to reveal it. It's like, yeah. show me more. It's, show me the truth. I just want to know the truth. It's Even heavy. It's hard to hear. Yeah. It's heavy and it's really hard for a lot of people to wrap their mind around. And it's a lot to think about and it can keep you up at night. So you have to have, you have to want the truth and then you have to have the trust. You have yeah. to say, show me, but then please give me peace. Once you show, like, obviously I have emotional reaction to a lot of the things that have been revealed to me because I'm a human being and I'm a woman. And I just, I hate all these evil people. I just, you know, they, they are affecting us with harp, which is their little weather manipulation system. And they, they flood people out. They destroy their homes. They do all kinds of horrible things with that. And then you have the pharma system and they're poisoning us. And then you have these assholes in these planes that are spraying us with stuff and putting up these, these 5g towers. It's really hard for the average person to accept that the people that sort of lord over us right now or rule over us or that control things in the government literally want us dead. Like little ants, like with the magnifying glass with the kid that's a bully and he's like frying the ants with the, with the sun. I mean, that's what yeah, they that's think cool. about us. We, they're, we're like in a Petri dish and we're their little things to experiment on and kill and, and exploit and just, just horrible, horrible, horrible people. And once you can accept that evil exists and that it has, it has infested these people, and that they have a lot of power and they're, they're in control of stuff, then we can start to, to get them out and to expose them and to bring justice and to fix it. Yeah. For sure. So the longer you stay in denial and the more you comply, you're just, 
you're contributing to suffer to humanity suffering. Yeah. 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 Stay close to God. That's it. That's Truth, it. love, and liberty always wins. Yep. Thank you so much, Joel. This has been me. awesome. Yeah, I'm going to post yep. the detox up and uh, to follow Joel. Like I said, his handle uh, on Instagram is I am Joel Brown. Is it the same on Facebook? Uh, yeah, just type in Joel Brown. You'll find me Joel there. Brown. Yeah, you'll find him. He pops up. He's somewhat popular. <laughs> um, okay, so just just remember you you promise that you do a you do a podcast with the modern bushman if i can get him on he's he's sort yeah, of reclusive cool. but i just feel like it would be an awesome theological um conversation yeah let's do it awesome. thank you all for tuning in i know this was like a lot to take in in a very long episode i will catch you on the next episode and make sure that you subscribe and leave a review so other people can get the information as well